go. This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. It's colder than a witch's left hit here in New York. But Rava is sitting poolside sipping Mai Tais and sucking ribs off the bone, like some kind of fancy Dan Micro celebrity. Rava, I wish upon you the following series of miseries so that you may share our pain as we endure this blizzard. May a naked Christopher Lee stumble across your path singing metal Christmas carols while his shriveled raisin dick flaps in the breeze. May Tim Lampesis be released from prison, mistake you for his wife, and finally figure out the proper researching and analysis necessary to hiring a hitman. And may you stand directly in front of Randy Bly on the L train platform. And now that I have gotten all that out of my system, here's 3D with the best of the Metal Injection Live Cast 2014. Wow, thank you, Bland, for that great intro. That was fantastic, Rob. I completely agree. I hope that California, Southern California, is experiencing its first bitter cold wave in the last hundred years and that you're freezing your balls off. Because we certainly are here. It's the coldest day of the year. There's about to be 19 inches of snow dumped on us. And so we take uh, refuge in the greatest clips of 2014 from the Metal Injection Livecast. And wow, going back through the archives, I could not find just two hours of material. I couldn't decide. So you are now listening to a jam-packed, three-hour almost version of the Metal Injection Livecast. Best of 2014. Let's call this Volume 1 because I had to slim it down. This is only about half of the good clips that I isolated to put in this compilation. So the very first one was something from just recently, the Christmas season. On our Christmas show, this was uh, Christopher Lee, the great 92-year-old uh, movie actor, horror actor, who also surprisingly cuts uh, metal albums every now and then, uh, where he mumbles into a microphone unintelligibly, sort of resembling a Christmas uh, carol. And he joined us in the studio to discuss it on the Metal Injection Livecast. <laughs> And other news. There's other news. Jake E. Lee, former Ozzy guitarist, he was on Blizzard of Oz, talked about how Sharon Osbourne screwed him. Literally or figuratively? Yeah, figuratively. Oh. So, lucky for him. They're in the middle of Scotland, recording uh, Blizzard of Oz. And he goes, I was told from the get-go, if you write part of the songs, you'll get writing credit. You'll get publishing. Oh, he's going to look oh, quote. Uh, You'll get burps. The Kafri Shrinkter. Was not, wasn't Randy Rhodes on that album? No. No? No. Oh, okay. Was Dusty Rhodes on the album? Which I'm one sorry, was? Bark at the Moon. Yeah. I'll Blizzard see. of Oz. So. I'm sorry. Uh, Bark at You're the gonna Moon. You're going to have to put that retraction. Randy Rhodes is not the front man of Ozzy Osbourne. He got a bicycle. <laughs> he got a bicycle from somebody. It's Who Randy Rhodes. Who ran the bicycle in Scotland? <laughs> Uh, so they're in Scotland. He's like, if you write, uh, if you write part of the songs, you get writing credit, you get publishing. That's a part of your deal. So he recorded the album, middle of Scotland, and he's by himself. He doesn't have a lawyer, and they promise him that he'll get what's coming. 
And I keep asking. Oh, he'll he, get what's coming. Yeah, and he keeps asking. He does it right. And he's really close to finishing his record. And finally, once he lays down the final track of guitar, uh, Sharon goes, oh, we have the contract for you. And in it, it says specifically, Ozzy Osbourne wrote all the songs. You had nothing to do with any of the writing. You have no claim to publishing. And you cannot say so publicly. And I looked at it. I looked at Sharon and I said, that's not what you told me before. And she says, no, it isn't. And he goes, why do you think I'm going to sign it? And like a good negotiator, realizing uh, he has nothing, like he has no bargaining chips anymore. She goes, being if you don't, we'll give you a plane ticket. You go back home and you'll stand in line and you'll sue us. In the meantime, we'll have all your tracks. We'll have another guitar player. He'll redo your tracks and you'll have nothing. (sighs) Wow. <laughs> Why did he wait so long to yeah. talk about this? Is well, what, because years? he said in the contract, oh, it's, it's he okay. can't say anything publicly. For so, 30 years? Yeah, like was like, there a statute? Well, now, or, now he's like, he's suing them now, I guess. I don't he know. waited 30 fucking years? I don't know. Maybe that was the length of time. But to me, yeah. here's the thing. Look, this is the music business. How did he go into recording the music without signing a contract? Because he's a moron. Yeah. Well, he admits he was a moron. All right. He got taken story. by a music industry veteran, Sharon Osbourne, who was not born yesterday. Who Definitely not. You've seen her. Quite the opposite. Yeah. What did he do after Ozzy? Anything? Uh, well, he he's now doing a new band called Red Dragon Cartel. Does he have any colognes out that we could purchase? <laughs> that <laughs> seems to be the thing. Or any gauges. He's also a uh, guest guitarist in Alderbridge. <laughs> he'll take anyone except Scott Strap. Yes. <laughs> he learned his lesson, though, because for the next album, he refused to record anything until he had a contract saying so he was So he stayed with Ozzy, even though they did that to him? Yeah, he was a kid. He oh. was like, well, he, uh, he had nothing else going on for him. Yeah. Stuff. As yeah. a session guy. All right. I heard... Uh, Randy Rhodes was on that Christopher Lee single that he put out. Oh, oh he released another one this week. Did he? Uh, yeah, uh, for his he a Christopher Lee Christmas single every Christmas, and it sounds till so, he dies. It, it sounds, sounds like pretty uh, bad. It sounds like Lou Reed doing a metal Christmas album. He's just like not in time with the music at all. Isn't he like a hundred years old? Basically. Hello, is this on? Oh. This is terrifying. This is so bad. This is, the scare- this is scarier than any black metal, any death metal, anything. <laughs> any Cookie Monster vocals. This is way... <laughs> this true. will give you fucking nightmares. This is like your rapey grandpa fucking <laughs> serenading you. With <laughs> taking the thing you love most and making it horrible forever. <laughs> My first instinct was I felt kind of bad because he's 90. Too, and I really love his, him as an actor, you know. But then, like, I thought it over, and I'm like, why should he be graded on a curve just because he's an old guy that's like senile, you know? He's. <laughs> what is this? This is the one last year. This is his duet with Meryl Streep? I can't hear it. Can you turn it up? Hello, where are my tongues? I want, like, <laughs> studio footage. I want to see him like shredding. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't shred. He's, he's sitting thing. there with a fucking guitar. They prop picture. him up in front of a fucking mic so in case he falls over. Two years old. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see it. He also did my way last year. Here it is. This is like this is already a song that's like out of touch to begin with. Now it's 
After Sid Vicious covered this in like the late seventies, it should never like leave it alone. I just and then this is the new one. Sorry. Okay. I think I just shit my pants. <laughs> I was about to say, like, how many takes does it get take to record? Because he's got to keep stopping to pee. Right to that point, he can't pee. That's the opposite. He has a dialysis bag. Oh. Yeah, he brings it into the studio with him. <laughs> he rests it on top of the guitar. <laughs> Can we get him to call in? What else does he do? He's yeah, probably Rob. so lonely. Make it happen. Count Dooku. I wouldn't even know who to contact. How would that interview even go? Like, hello, I just took my meds. How, how are you today? No, he's probably going to tell us about like his lunch. You know, like what old people talk about. We could ask him how he feels about pain. black culture's influence on metal. <laughs> I'm all for it. What's I had you roll a bunch of social justice warriors. Yes, yes, J-E-W's. <laughs> yes, I made a metal album. Yes, you mentioned that already. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I forget things. I'm 92 years old. Yes. I'm sorry, but uh, by the way, I made a metal album of metal songs. I gotta say, as uh, shitty as it sounds, uh, people went crazy for this story. 52,000 likes. Wow. More likes than other people who are not me, although I don't know a metal band, so I can't insert one here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, let's take a call. I think we have uh, Josh on the line. Hello, Josh. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Nice to hear from you. Did you know I have a metal album? I I did. Thank I, you. I like to keep up with the news. Don't you live like a couple blocks away from Christopher Lee, probably? Oh, yes. Little Josh. Like next door castle neighbors? <laughs> you were born when I was 84 years old. <laughs> I remember it fondly. How dare you? How dare me? Well, all I want to say is... I have a metal album. Have I mentioned that yet? (laughs) It's full of Christmas songs. Christmas songs to a metal beat. You'll love it. Give it a spin. They still spin things, right? That's how you play music. His blood in the centrifuge. Uh, Sid, please stop making jokes. I'm here to announce that I have a new oh, metal album. Tell us about it. It's full of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Christmas songs. <laughs> to a metal beat. And you're singing? Oh, yes. I'm singing every last one. <laughs> oh, my God, again. Rob just broke the chair. Rob fell out of the chair. I did it last week. I'm not no, allowed to make fun a, of Rob. It's an epidemic. Oh, no. <laughs> that chair is fucking destroyed. Rob, why will you fix that chair? I'd like to announce that I have a new metal album. <laughs> it's full of Christmas songs, and it's delightful. Oh, no, Rob. Okay, Rob. Are you okay? <laughs> Rob, let it go. It's dead. It's dead. Rob, if only you had taken a chair made with enough care like my album full of Christmas songs that are metal. Tell us about the chair you sat on while recording your album, Mr. Lee. Oh, 
It was very metal. <laughs> Rob, from now on, I think you need to bring your own chair. <laughs> Could you do that starting next week? Just You're driving here anyway. Just bring your chair with you. <laughs> Just bring your, your computer chair. Rob's now going to do the show from yeah. the sofa. going to do it from the couch, yeah. guys. Which you sh- why room. aren't you doing that all along? Anyway? Yeah, it's pretty comfortable over here. Yeah. <laughs> and now I imagine oh, the couch collapses. <laughs> <laughs> fall through to the first floor. Boom. All right, I'll just sit here on the floor. Boom, he's in the next... Uh, all right, I'll just sit here on the first floor. Boom, all right, I'll just sit here in Middle Earth. Oh, Christopher Lee, you're here. Yeah, I am touring Australia with my new metal album. Did you fall through the entire earth, Robert? Dear God. Oh, You wow. must... How did you not burn up from the earth's molten core? Ooh. Sorry, Josh. Did you want to say something? Yeah. <laughs> Off on a tangent there for a minute. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Oh, I just God. wanted to admit I, I do tweet uh, an insane amount. Do you do it from your phone um, or from your computer? Like, where do you tweet from most? Um, It's like a mixture of both, I guess. He does it from I, both I do at do the same stuff. time. <laughs> Doo-doo. <laughs> I wanted to tell you, Josh, that uh, you Come were. On, I'm sorry, uh, you were a topic of conversation at my wedding dinner. Yeah, because Sid brought up oh. uh, that uh, the really? amount that you tweet. Because I showed we were all eating dinner, and you tweeted that thing about Rob not enjoying doing the intros for the uh, ten years of metal oh, ejection videos okay. with that picture. <laughs> so I showed everybody. The Which, picture. by the way, it's not true. I did enjoy doing those. It just I don't know how to sit when I'm not talking. I don't know how you to don't like... know how to sit without breaking a fucking chair. <laughs> And nope. then he drops his mic. Rob, I want you to know, I've noticed that I'm not making fun of you because I did the exact same thing last week. I'm not, like, embarrassed. I right? feel your pain. You are respectful chair. enough to wait till the show was over. Yeah. No, I won't make fun of him. I felt very stupid last week. Oh. It happened to I occur. I don't feel stupid. Uh, who makes these chairs? Can we at least say Both that Both of those chairs are chairs? Ikea chairs. Fuck you, Ikea. So never <laughs> the chairs again. chairs are garbage. Ikea really is a terrible place. Piece of shit. I've been to Ikea three times this week, different times. Oh, my God. Things. To the same one? The, the same Red Hook one, one? The Red Hook one. Ugh. Or two or three. I don't remember. We have been there way too often. Let's put Clear. it that way. Might have been two times. Thank God Bruno wasn't under you when that happened. Oh, oh that's God. a good point. He'd be down one dog terrible. right now. Oh, that's scary. That would have been metal, though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Very metal. <laughs> I was <laughs> pooping. I'm back. <laughs> You didn't even leave anywhere. So oh, that's right. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I still it, pooped. He needs someone to change his diapers. Yeah. <laughs> the, the colostomy bag needs to my, be swapped out. My nurse is here. She'll do it. In the meantime, let me tell you about my metal album. It's full of Christmas songs for the whole family. How many followers I have many followers 000. all around the world. More than Ken Pierce. Yeah, I believe that. More than Josh. Sorry, Josh. I'm way more metal and popular than you. I apologize for that. How many tweets does Christopher Lee have? Oh, so many tweets. Okay, Josh, I will tell you this. Could you op- could you open up Josh's Twitter page now, Rob, please, so we could do a little comparison for, for <laughs> just for my edification on this, just quickly? I have over 11,000 tweets. Okay, Josh, you are 19 you years that. old, correct? 
Yes. 19 years old, you have 11,000 tweets. Christopher Lee, 92 years old, he has 259. All right, but you know what? Uh, Christopher Lee started has someone tweeting for him and started last week. From- no, he's he's been tweeting since he was 19, just like Josh. <laughs> okay, fine. Got to defend Josh a little bit here. He's got like friggin' seventy years on you. Maybe Josh man. has something very important to say. Why don't you read some of them? Yeah, Rob, let's let's get uh, uh, a snippet. At least oh, when Shankletown tweets a lot, it's about cream cheese. Can we not say snippet with all the dick snipping oh, things yeah. we've been saying this week? Let's get a gauge of what he's tweeting. Oh. <laughs> J.R. Hayes, what a vocalist lyricist. I agree from Pig Destroyer. Rob, you Pain. should have him run the metal injection Twitter. Payne Manning needs to stop being a shithead. What did he do? He was a shithead, clearly. I'm sad that Dennis may yeah. be gone Wait, forever. Hold on. I want to know what Peyton Manning did that he made him a shithead. He's scored like under 14 points for the last three games. Oh, you're saying like he's ruining your fantasy yeah. team. We have tur- yeah, turned Josh basically. into one of those people with fantasy sports. 50 minutes ago, Niall <laughs> yeah, have yeah. some bangers. I'm assuming because you heard Niall in oh. the music break. Oh, they're eating bangers yeah. and mash. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it could be either one with Josh. <laughs> Yeah, I had guess. some bangers, but no mash. Who? There's one of all caps that says "Thanks for the spoilers, douchebags." Who spoiled what? Uh, some idiot spoiled um, American Lost. Horror Story. Oh. Is the spoiler yeah, that yeah. it's not good? This season's supposed to be good. Uh, I I kind I kind of like it. It gets better. It does get better. <laughs> we should make an "It Gets Better" video about American Horror Story, just to confuse everyone. Are, are those still a thing or has that gone the way of the ice bucket challenge I think it was a temporary thing like mm-hmm. there's a campaign it's not, so it not doesn't, a thing but a, yeah. a, after Ferguson Missouri and Eric Garner we realized yeah you know what shit doesn't really get better let's just give up <laughs> well it wasn't, it wasn't a race relation I know but just better. in general yeah. it just bummed everybody out so much I thought it's and more Mel like Gate. well you know black people are getting shot in the chest and choked to death we shouldn't really like complain as much now mm-hmm. it looks right. bad I suppose <laughs> And also things, nothing gets better. Yeah. It's true. It just stays shitty in different ways. That but still true. shitty. It make it less bad. Mm. <laughs> I right. think uh, the idea is that people suffering in high school, you know, this stuff yeah. doesn't mean anything. You do have yeah. other problems. The whole, yeah, the whole campaign was to <laughs> let young gay people know that, hey, life might suck for you now because you might live with homophobes who... Uh, you know, or dick, like your parents might be dicks too. People at school might be dicks too. But you'll be able, like, once you get older, you'll be able to leave your town to somewhere where you want to live, and it'll get better. That was the whole or point. Or just of give it. your parents shit now and tell them you want to move. Well, they're not going to pay for it. How they, do you know? They don't support because uh, they're. Uh, you know what? Said I'm not even. <laughs> How do you know that these, I, these kids' parents are homophobic too? You don't know that. Maybe they're. Well, because if they're not homophobic, then there's nothing to get better. There's kids no are crybabies in general. There's always something that they think needs to get better. Mm-hmm. Says the biggest crybaby in the room. Really? Am I the biggest? Cry You're baby? crying about people being crybabies. I'm just stating a fact, man. <laughs> Freaking crybaby gate over here. <laughs> well, if, they, if they don't want to have so many problems, they should just convert and. Uh, I saw my women. Yeah. Women, women. This is the only It Gets Better video you need. Just don't be gay no more. Yeah. That's all. I'm not gay no more. I'm not gay no more. I keep thinking <laughs> That's of the song. Tra- remember the train guy from yesterday? <laughs> oh, what was it? We oh, got yeah. on the train uh, on the way to my dinner, and Marina happened to meet me and my wife there on the tra- on the same train. And there was this Tourette's guy 
standing. It was a packed train. As far as you know, he was a Tourette's guy. You hope that's what it well, was. Well, I don't know what else it could be. He would just stand there going, get Workshop. on this train. Over and over. Get on this train. Get on this train. Like every three seconds. He was warming up his vocal cords. I saw it. I said karaoke. We should have. We should try to harmonize with yeah. him and get the whole train doing it. So we'll do like a YouTube viral <laughs> video. But no one, no one cooperated. I Aww. did it a couple of times and I just passed. But, but then when you got off the train, what did you? What did you sing? As you I said, like, "We're getting off this train." Really loud. Aww. People left. I got a laugh. And then that guy tried to glass you, but you got off the train <laughs> quick enough. He never moved. It was amazing. He didn't turn around. He didn't like. He was just like a statue. Disturbing. Yep. I'd want to know what that guy looked like. Me now too. it's going to be a mystery. You well, know? I'll tell you from the back, he looked like uh, Leslie Nielsen. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But Leslie Nielsen is dead, right? So it wasn't actually. He's not dead. Isn't he? he? Yeah, he's dead. When did he die? A few years ago? Uh, yeah, like a year or two ago. Really? Yeah. I missed that. Josh, when did Leslie Nielsen die? He did. Uh, 2011. Oh. You, are you guessing, or did you look that up while we were talking about it? I don't mean to interrupt, but did you guys know? Oh, Rob just Rob. dropped his microphone again. What is going on I'm with you? Mess. Thanks for stepping on my I'm joke. holding it myself. I, I, I shouldn't hold the, the stand. I'll Thanks just hold the mic. Thanks for ruining my joke, Robber. Sorry, Butterfingers pass Bonnie over the here. The moment has passed. <laughs> Wait, I did, was going to say, passed? did you guys know that Leslie Nielsen is dead? <laughs> you didn't even get to hear your album. What's it about? It's a metal album of Christmas songs. <laughs> I it's <that> delightful. <laughs> I feel like Leslie Nielsen would have really enjoyed that. It's I think he would, but you know what Leslie Nielsen would really enjoy? What's that? My new album oh. of Christmas songs <laughs> to a metal beat. Oh, it's a real toe tapper. Yes. Thank you, Sid. But have you heard my metal album? You need album? to get the word out. <laughs> I have it. What's it like? It's got Christmas songs that I sing to a metal beat. <laughs> Could you give us a sampling of this metal beat? I came to sing with you. I could do I could do another one for you in just a moment. Oh, let me clear my throat. I came to sing with Somebody get, get the yes. chest paddles. I'm here. I'm fine. Wait, 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 let's hear another one. It's yeah. going to be fun. No, that's the same one. Well, the same one. That's the first one I've sung. Damn yeah. you. You just got here. What are you talking about? We're going to feel like such assholes 15 minutes from now when we see tweets about Christopher Lee dying. Listen, he's lived a long life. Yeah. He's 92. I mean, let's be real here. We can't claim credit for killing him if he dies. <laughs> right. Josh, we're going to so Sorry, sorry, Super Chris. Nintendo Chalmers in the chat says, Raba Drapa. Raba Drapa. Constantly. All right. Thank you for calling in, Josh. Yeah, that was a good call. They want Christopher Lee to sing the dreidel. Can you do it, Chris? <laughs> Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel! I made it out of clay. Uh, give me a metal beat, please. <laughs> All right, Let me sing over something. One moment, I will get you a metal beat. What an unprofessional program! <laughs> I'm waiting. I don't have much time on this planet. 
I can't work with this. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, I'll rump a pump pump. Rump a pump pump. Rump a pump pump. Are we sure this isn't typo negative? All right. Great. Thank you, Christopher Lee. Thank you for what? I just got here. Are you? Do you have anything to promote, sir? Yes, I. Matter of fact, I do. I have a new metal album of Christmas songs. They're delightful. Can you what? tell us about the beat that they are sung to? Yes, they are sung to a beat of metal. Oh, it's you an interesting twist. Find them interesting. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, thank you, Christopher Lee. What a what a lovely chap. Thank you. And uh, I'd like to also uh, announce that I'm doing a duet. Oh yeah, which I have brought some some uh, a clip of. Would you like to hear oh, it? Oh yeah, yes. let's. Here it is. Jadel, Jadel, Jadel. Jadel, Jadel, Jadel. Jadel, Jadel, Jadel. Jadel, Jadel, Jadel. This will be the next single of my new album of Christmas songs. I don't know if I've mentioned it or not so far. You've mentioned it a few times. I have. To who? <laughs> to all of us. Oh, okay. It must have been off the air, though. You should probably say it once on the air. So I've listen. got a new album of Christmas songs <laughs> that are metal. They're fascinating and delightful. <laughs> Pick one up at your local gramophone store. <laughs> no, they're only available digitally. Chris. Oh, digitally and on LP. And they come oh, with a free uh, serving. LP. Yes, a- digitally. You pick them up with your fingers and you place <laughs> them on the stereo phonograph. And then you place the needle and stylus on them. It comes with some figgy pudding. How else would you do it other no, than digitally? You buy, it, you buy it on Amazon or iTunes. Amazon, no. No large seven-foot women will be near <laughs> your record player. It may, it may not function properly. <laughs> Amazon, you and your crazy ideas, Robert. Hey, all right, we're going to get out of here. Any parting words, Mr. Lee? I would like to say that I have a new metal album. <laughs> I'm told it may also be available on Kasingle. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of metal songs. Can we purchase it in the They're Amazon? They're Christmassy. <laughs> you can purchase it where? What did you say? You can purchase the it Amazon? in the Amazon. In the Amazon, down by the river. <laughs> In South America, I'm sure they have it, yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Christopher Lee, you want to yes. sign us off? Yes. As we, as we go? Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Pa-ra-ba-pum-pum. Ra-ba-pum-pum. Ra-ba-pum-pum. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot to mention my new metal album. <laughs> That was Christopher Lee on our Christmas show. Uh, by the way, he has a new metal album of Christmas songs. He, he wanted us to remind you of that because he forgot to mention it when he was in the studio. So pick that up uh, wherever you can. As far as we know, still alive. Uh, 92 years old and kicking. We haven't uh, imposed the live cast curse on him yet, like Peter Steele or Seth Putnam or anyone else we've made fun of and then spontaneously 
combusted or immediately keeled over and died. So good for that. Good for him. Uh, right now, we're going to go to one of our probably our number one most disgusting clip of the year. Certainly the most disgusting clip you're going to hear in this compilation. The Best of the Metal Injection live cast 2014 volume one. This is our discussion of a new sexual fetish craze that we discovered called Noloism. Hey everybody, this is 3D reminding you you're listening to the best of the Metal Injection live cast 2014 volume 1. There'll probably be a volume 2 at some point when one of us goes to another country or another city or on a tour somewhere. And that's when we take a week off, so we go back into the vault and play you clips uh, from our show's illustrious history. Right now, if you're a new listener, I want to explain to you one of the memes that's evolved on our show. It's about Ken Pierce, who is a guy who uh, runs a metal website, sort of like a um, metal review website. In the vein of metal injection, sort of a competitor, I guess you could say. I know Rob would would disagree with that. But uh, he first made an appearance on our show when Noah told a story about him being a little too friendly with the neck kisses. He would bump into her in different places and say hello and maybe, you know, give her a kiss on the cheek that was a little too uh, neck-ish, maybe. So, anyway, he's come up from time to time. And one day, we stumbled upon his Yelp review account in which he reviewed different things on Yelp and it led to this really hilarious discussion do you know who wasn't watching Dan and who was by the bar at Best Buy Theater Ken Pierce that's right. Oh, really? Yes. Ken the joke Pierce. was finally accurate. Ken Pierce was there. Ken, okay, I didn't realize how tiny Ken Pierce is. You, did, uh, you for, didn't. You met him before. I First know, of all, but, he's at mouth to neck level dark. for you. I want to say I've something. I've always oh, just okay. met him like in the dark. So it was very well. <laughs> Speaking it was very, of glory holes. It was very, no, I mean like <laughs> while we were watching bands, he would come up to me. But um, He was watching you. So it you was very well lit by the bar. And he's t- he's way shorter than me too. Like his his forehead is like where my neck starts. Yeah, he reminds me of um, uh, Seth Green. Eighty percent of his body weight is leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly leather jacket. Uh, so you didn't. I don't know if you did notice this or you didn't notice, but so we came out to the bar area in between bands, and you were talking to somebody and. I noticed Ken Pierce notice you. Oh, he! Ca- I saw from the corner. I tried yeah. not to make eye contact. And he's like, oh, I have to go say hi to everyone. And I was between you and him. So he said hello to me first. <laughs> and he goes, and I quickly Robert, you're such around. a great rapper. You're such a great rapper, Rob. Robert. Oh, he heard the song. Uh, yeah, he heard the battle rap. And then he goes, I thought that was very funny. Now stop with your fighting. And he raised his voice at me. And I'm like, it's just a joke. Calm <sighs> down. Uh, and then he was dying to say hello to you and give his sexual harassment smooch to you. Nope. And just, you were so good at pretending to be in conversation. And then, yep. and then other people came and we were having a conversation with them. And then he, he kind of had this awkward like, oh, am I staying? I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah. And so that was so then, Well, then he started talking to another group of people. And, and I, I couldn't believe how many people eye. he knew there. Like so many invalids. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at what show you were at. Oh. It's like 80s early 90s people 
It's like old men. <laughs> it was definitely you an older probably crowd. Probably two of the youngest people there that weren't like there with their parents. That's you know what Noah said. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's an observation I made. I told Rob, I was like, wow, Rob, for once, I am not the oldest person yeah. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, speaking of Ken Pierce, Darren, you have a great Ken Pierce story. Uh, I don't know if it's a great story, but we stumbled across his Yelp account. Uh, and there are a lot of funny things on like that. 90 reviews on there. He's, he's very, incredible. He's a very adamant blogger. He has an blogger. amazing amount of time to review. Like, he reviewed things like McDonald's, one single McDonald's. What does Ken Pierce do for a living? Like, what's his real job? They he's a journalist. Blog. I think he he's makes unemployed. money off of piercing metal? I don't think so. Really? I don't want to. Is he in your I ad don't network? Want. He's not. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Give him a hand up. I don't even think he has enough uh, hits to like. What was the last post on his website? Let's see how up to date it is. Maybe it's a review and he's talking about how he saw you guys last night. Well, I, And how good the new Inquisition is. I feel so bad. <laughs> I feel so bad talking any sort of specific shit on him because I don't want, it, want him to hear it. But doing an that. impression of his voice. That's totally fine. fine. Why do you care if he feels bad? I don't know. It is sort of like we're the cool kids in high school picking on the geek. Yeah, like he, he does he sort of. Doesn't. The thing is, though, me and Darren don't know him at all, and yeah. he he wouldn't know us from anyone. So yeah. it, it's fine for us to do. You two actually have to well, interact with this guy. So he I hasn't really like, done anything to like. He's, I, oh no, he, it's no, just being himself. Yeah, we're assholes in this case. We but are, I'm, assholes. but I'm always an asshole. So that's yeah. fine. So his last, his recently added review was for the Arch Enemy single War Eternal, uh-huh. and that was on April 29th. Okay. Before that, his review of the Paul Stanley autobiography, Ugh. April 8th. What did he think of that? Does he do like a star system, Let's numbers, see. percentage? Wait, that's his website. By the way, his website looks like a GeoCities website. It uses tables, which... <laughs> he is the table. <laughs> he probably gave that a good review. <laughs> With Pearson. I love that first of all he writes written by Ken Pierce copyright 2014 with piercing metal being an online site as opposed to an offline site for nine years now hey there was a period in time where he couldn't pay the bill for GSA, <laughs> so it was offline and featuring what can only be described as a ton of kiss related postings and review articles <sighs> among its content I think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that I was going to head over to the Barnes and Nobles in downtown Manhattan the moment that they announced the. Wait a minute! Zone. Did he not review that Barnes and Nobles on his Yelp? Also, there's like cross promoting two now. birds, one stone. Yeah. Hmm. Convergence, Rob. You should learn. Loves that, from that band. Him. Yeah. So he spends time talking about the traffic. <laughs> Barnes and Noble? Yeah. Is this, wait, is Are this on serious? the Yelp or on? On his website. On his, <laughs> he's oh, reviewing the actual bookstore. Book oh my God. He, uh, he's basically reviewing the meet and greet. It's not even reviewing uh, the book. Awesome. Uh, let's see here. What's the last sentence of the review? <laughs> Go out and get the book. All in all, I really I will do. It. <laughs> I will do my best to get the review, the book reviewed ASAP. So please keep a watch out <laughs> so for it. So he wrote it. a pre-review of just the purchasing <laughs> well, experience, yeah. and then once he's done reading it, 
uh, people depend on his reviews. If he can't get it out no, of no, 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 he no. has to. He goes, I rushed to get this online the following morning because I wanted to stress to readers that Paul would be signing the book at the Staten Island Barnes & Noble later on this evening. And this is where I went the last time when there was a kiss event and they had a whole different set of criteria. I don't know. So basically he was warning his Staten Island readers to go out and get the book. Could you do me a favor? I'm guessing you have his email address once a day for the next month. Could you just email him asking if he's finished reading the Paul Stanley book yet? Because <laughs> you need to see the review. I, I, it's like I, I have friends at Staten Island. They need to know what it's like. Oh Please, God. can I read one of these reviews of his? Sure, from Yelp. Well, it's copyrighted. Oh, Yelp. The most okay. disturbing is like half of them are places I've been to because I think he lives in my neighborhood. <laughs> this, well, this uh, one's in the East Village, okay. in Alphabet City. Okay, good. What's okay. it called? Uh, Mercadito, mm. a Mexican restaurant. Oh. Uh, okay. I wonder if he uses a Spanish phrase in it. I visited Mercadito for the very first time the other night and had to say that the whole experience left me a little discontent as it ended. I was joining in on a birthday celebration for a friend, so it was going to be a massive dinner party gathering. And those always trouble me in the financial sense, since there's always going to be someone who doesn't cover themselves, much less toss into the mix for the birthday celebrant. Stay the fuck home, man. I'm never inviting yeah. you to a birthday party again, Kim. The fuck? Jeez. You can't throw in a couple of bucks? That said, I did find the place a little tight to be in with a group like this. We were seated downstairs and to the side since there were more than ten of us. That's because uh, his leather jacket is so bulky. Just take <laughs> it off, stupid. <laughs> really, it was just him and one other guy. <laughs> A little crowded. Oh, let's be honest. It was just him. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, well. his jacket. He, he just a crowded restaurant. He just booked a table for ten so he could be secluded to read the Paul Stanley book. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to be in a very solitary environment. I want to be at the library, but a library that has burritos. How can we make that happen? I ordered a frozen strawberry margarita mm. and was told that they don't make those, which was annoying since I just love that particular drink. Was it on the oh menu? Does he just show up at places and order random <laughs> things without like, sight on scene? In a place that serves this kind of food. From there, I went, I went with a regular light beer. There were no chips or salsa on the table. And when I inquired about this, I was told that they cost extra to put them there. Really? Maybe I've been spoiled, but yes, <laughs> I had never experienced the need to pay for a few bowls of chips and some salsa before. It was probably like a God, dollar. Could you like imagine like, the, the group that he was with, how they felt like as he's like ordering non-menu items and demanding free shit? <laughs> yeah. That's They're so all trying to celebrate somebody's birthday. Oh and he's got his pad out. And you know, he's also like, I ordered your gift. It just hasn't arrived yet. I'll Next time I see you. <laughs> but I wrote a great review of it. Fucking shit. I reviewed your gift. I just don't have He's like, it hold on. I have to take notes yeah. for my Yelp yeah. review. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Once I finish reading this Paul Stanley book, I'll totally give it to you. <laughs> I yeah. just, it's for my website. Gift. Maybe times have changed. So the group ordered some, but also their guacamole, which came in a number of different styles. This was very tasty. For my own main meal, I went with a kind of chicken tacos. And since there were three of them, I assumed they would be left full. I assumed that I would have some nice rice, beans, and light greens with my dish. No such luck on that stuff. 
Wow. And when the- so he doesn't read the menu I'm taking <laughs> because garnish critic, this is man. all stuff that would be noted in the menu. What a negative Nelly. He just shows up and assumes he knows what kind of stuff they have. Yeah, it's just every. Out. Oh, this is a Mexican place. I've eaten Mexican. Do before. you have a crunch wrap? <laughs> all Mexican places have gorditas and crunch wraps, right? Give me one of those. Or a, or Doritos Loco. Yeah. yeah, the best part's coming up here. <laughs> Uh, dessert was initially this kind of tasty, sticky cake with some ice cream on it that went to the birthday girl, and then she insisted on everyone digging into it. I admit it was very good, but I am not a fan of this kind of sharing. Sorry. I am fussy every now and then. So now he's criticizing. Wow. (laughs) Wow. What does that have to do with the restaurant? restaurant. He's just like critiquing his friends. This is actually a critique of my friend sharing her. I yeah. just want to say this person who invited me to her party and shared her dessert <laughs> was totally wrong. She should have clearly ordered one for all of us. Do you think that sentence has ever been uttered before in humanity, in the history of humanity? <laughs> I am not can a you fan read it again? of this type of shit. Can you read that, that part again? We, we need it again. Wow. Dessert was initially this kind of tasty sticky cake with some ice cream on it that went to the birthday girl. And then she insisted on everyone digging into it. I admit it was very good, but I am not a fan of this kind of sharing. Sorry. It sounds even worse knowing what's coming. Maybe the restaurant didn't give them utensils and they had to use their hands. Maybe that's what he meant. If that's what he meant, I would agree. I wouldn't want to share it, but I don't. But I doubt it. Forks and knives were not included. (laughs) When I inquired, they said it was extra. I am not a fan of germ sharing. Sorry! Okay, check time came, and since I knew my dish and beverages ran about $20 in total, I tossed in $30 to give some extra for the friend, but the overall price itself was staggering. I think it was almost $500 for the 10 or so people. Stag- so that's $50 a person. <laughs> Wait, so he only put in $10 for his friend's meal, but what about tax and tip? Yeah, well, that well, definitely was not like uh, chicken tacos and a drink, and you know sharing the guacamole and the salsa and salsa and stuff like yeah, that like is he's more not putting yeah exactly he's not at all putting towards all the shared appetizers, the dessert. Yeah. Also, if it's a if it's five hundred dollars, it's like fifty bucks a that's person. That's fifty bucks. That's Could not thirty dollars a person. One of us needs to create a Yelp profile to just like reply and be like, I am the friend in question, and don't worry, Ken, I'm never inviting you to another one of my parties. Can you reply? Can you reply? Oh yeah, I think so. Okay. Right, I think so. I don't see a link I'm here where you. You can reply, but maybe you can. I don't know. Or maybe you have to be a member. Yeah, I think so, probably. Okay. Uh, I I think it was almost $500 to 10 people. And I really didn't see anyone doing anything that expensive around the table. Part of me felt that they included the maximum amount of tip in advance. But I guess that that it was earned since there were many of us to contend with. (laughs) Dis- <laughs> and it's, that's what people when it's a party of six or more yeah, then tip is on the two. Yeah. It's Dis- easier that way. Is this his first time in a social gathering? Oh no, I'm <laughs> sure there's plenty of other Yelp testimonies about other social gatherings he's attended. Uh, and then I, I bet like after this he's like, I wonder why these people never invited me yeah. out again. <laughs> like, oh maybe because you bitched every step of the way. <laughs> he had his pad out with a pencil and was writing down <laughs> notes for his Yelp review later. Oh my god. Uh, well, that's a dedicated journalist right there. Yeah. Yeah, Rob. 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 <laughs> Where's your notepad? That's it. In his Yelp profile, in his about, he writes oh my metal God, journalist. That's right. There's a whole profile. As I said to Rob, see how easy it is to be a journalist? <laughs> there he is. He's a journalist. What's stuff? 
texted you. Should I finish his, his, yes, his summary? Please. This oh, is the, yeah, the yeah. best part of the show so far. Uh, Despite my reservations, my friend really enjoyed her birthday, which I guess is all that mattered at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, my God. But oh. for my dollar value and experience sake... I will not be returning here at all. Good. How many stars did he give it? This was two out of five stars. I bet. The food portions were too small, and everything you asked for was an extra charge, and there was not the kind of drink I like, and no Wi-Fi on top of horrible reception to the device itself. Why don't you fucking enjoy the company that you're with? Why don't you write the review in real time, man? People oh have to know. And wh- while he's drinking his non-margarita, that also, he also. Since when is Wi-Fi a right in a restaurant? <laughs> I understand if it's a fucking sign. coffee bar. Yeah. It's a restaurant. You, you're not owed Wi-Fi at a Mexican restaurant. Also, this dude's 800 years old. How does he know what Wi-Fi even is? <laughs> he's like, I was in the midst of a piercing metal review of my yeah. kiss book. Like, Slow down, he's Dad. Constantly uh, chew your food. I lost everything. Oh, everything I wrote for the last hour was gone. Can we read his post office review? I bet that's awesome. Yeah, let me yeah. finish this up because there's more. Oh funny my god, stuff. there's still more. more? Yeah, there's no Wi-Fi on top of horrible reception to the device itself. As someone who likes to tweet and log into the social nets, capitalized social and nets. Uh. From each place he goes, this added to the nay factor for me. Yes, some Yelpers seem to love the place, but there are others who appear to share my views. Good luck to them and enjoy it if this is your place. Not for me. Good night. I'll hit any of the Mexican spots uptown or near Union Square the next time I'm sitting down and seeking this cuisine. It's like he got progressively angrier and angrier over nothing. By the end, he's like ready to light the place on fire. (laughs) I'm trying to find the Where's the post office one? (laughs) Somewhere in the middle. Okay. What a penis. Can we get him on the show, Rob? No. No Maybe this could be like a weekly feature where he reads... A Yelp review, and we like record it, put a little music underneath. <laughs> Maybe just have like an answering machine where you can call in and read the review, and then we could uh, play it back and laugh about yeah. it. It's a, I found it. This is amazing how much he wrote about the fucking so Oh my god! Two stars. <laughs> this is my Wait, local. I'm sorry. One second. Where is the post office? Which post which office? One? Fort Hamilton Bay Ridge. Oh, wow. oh my god! <laughs> really close to said. This is my, probably my same post office. This is my local PO, and I have no other nearby choice for it. That's what a post office is. All right. Uh, for the most part, my view of this establishment is 50-50, <laughs> meaning half the staff are helpful and attentive, while the other half are just going through the motions. They don't love Welcome it. They're not, the po- they're not yeah. in the postal game for the love of it, man. They're not just passionate the about thing. the minimum wage job that they have. It's yeah. better than minimum wage. Slightly better. I mean, come on. After taxes. It's not blogging, but it's not yeah. It's no piercing metal money. But go on. The change in hours of operation a while ago to 9 a.m. really compromises its use, and as a result, the lines build up. The main reason here, the main problem here is even with the later opening, they still do not put sufficient clerks at the window. And you can expect to lose a good half an hour just for a simple packet. Has it been to any post office? This is every post office. <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah. Wait a Always. minute. Always. A lot of what I must mail out are Amazon orders? Why? Because he has a label, right? He probably sells promo CDs that he gets. Oh, I bet. Ay, ay, ay. 
managers seem to require their staff always run through a menu of purchasing options. And even if <laughs> Why you say, he just do it online? If, he, if he's really serious about tripping, get a stamps.com account. Yeah. And like you won't have to go. Don't you see the ads, Ken? You don't have to go to the post office. But he's already out at the restaurant. Can you Wi-Fi a stamps.com? <laughs> Does the restaurant have a printer? And a yeah, Penny Bowles machine? This restaurant had no Wi-Fi, no printing service, <laughs> no fax. They I wouldn't walk- mail this package for me. I tried to get a Italian fax, place. and I couldn't get it at the restaurant. They were being very rude. This post office had no strawberry margaritas. <laughs> they didn't know what I was talking about when I said I wanted to check in on Foursquare. <laughs> I had to check my social nets. <laughs> Just more of the same. Oh, I feel so sad for him. <laughs> but yet you won't even talk to him or kiss him. No, no. I, I just can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Susan. Oh, you want me to finish that? Is there any more? Yeah. It was just more of the same thing, but yeah. I'll, I'll read a little of it. Let's see. Uh, recently, I was scolded by a staff who said my oh. packet. Packet? Isn't it package? Yeah. yeah. My packet did not merit media mail. And I said that it indeed I am a, did. I own piercingmetal.com. <laughs> it is media. That's what he thought the media was. He was probably was. packing a fucking heavy ass, like three CD media mail. There's a weight limit on it. That's why. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's probably, but go on. I just realized maybe his wife, I mean, his phone service didn't work because he was trying to access his shitty site that's so clunky. Mm. Maybe all the, so much data had to be transferred. Uh, she didn't seem to understand her own process and lined out how she did since she worked there. What? I don't understand what that means. I suggested that she look into it because I was correct while she was not. <laughs> Fortunately, my items do get their destinations safe and sound. And the main issue is in the time management of the processing with nine windows and one APC machine, it should not take you over 30 minutes God, to get out of there. He seems like the worst customer in the world. It's oh, like God. the fucking uh, Yelp account of the comic book store guy from The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Worst post office ever. Yeah. Did you read the Radio Shack one? The fact that he reviewed a Radio Shack. <laughs> oh, it's on page one. That one. Yeah. Those still exist. Probably- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you at a radio? The second he stepped out of it, they f- shuttered it. The only LCM. time, like, in the last five years that I've ever been to a Radio Shack was when that my hard drive failed and I needed a FireWire cable. And that's the only... And that's- you had to pay, what, $75? It was $20. It was ridiculous. It's for a $3 cable. <laughs> yeah. Which the page ne- is it on? I don't see it. It's on the, it was on the first page. First page? It's, oh. it, it's the one that's under the Wiz review. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Wiz? It's right under yeah. the McDonald's review. <laughs> Next to the King's Plaza review. uh, The McDonald's review starts, as another Yelper has already said, this McDonald's mini branch, so to speak. (laughs) So snarky. So to speak? So to speak. Which McDonald's is this? In Bay Ridge. On uh, Uh, 3rd Avenue? Yeah. Okay, I was right by there yesterday. (laughs) It's not mini anything. It's a big ass McDonald's. That means that you live near Ken Pierce. (laughs) So it's right. Did you find it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I recently went into the new location for Radio Shack to peruse its <laughs> offerings. And like many Yelpers... Who offerings? <laughs> what they is there to three things. All it is is wires and then cell phone. That's yeah. all there is. No, he just went there to talk to someone. This is the, the one person... have to talk to he you. He goes to Radio Shack to browse. <laughs> like, no, I'm just looking. I'm not, I don't need any help. I'm good. I kissed uh, the sales associate on the neck, and she was very <laughs> upset. When he goes to the associates, oh, I'm just looking. Their response is, 
for what? <laughs> Three and a half inch floppy? <clears throat> what, what do you need? Got a Tandy in the back for you. <laughs> and like many Yelpers have often found the original location a stressful experience based on any number of options. Staff disinterest, lack of the product needed, etc. He's so is... concerned with how into it the fucking people at yeah. these terrible, mind-numbing jobs are. Well, I say to a certain extent, I feel like there should be a minimal level of respect involved in a transaction like that. But he wants them to do fucking cartwheels. Yeah. You know, which is ridiculous. uh, They took over a space next to the mobile store, and it's pretty much half the size of the old space that they held for just over 40 years a block further up. Yeah, because there's no more need for Radio Shack in society. They're closing like hundreds of stores. (laughs) The smaller size allows for more concentrated product, and they had a lot of cool and also some quirky stuff. Yes, they do the cell phones, but there are a lot of tablets here now and many name models. It's nice to have someone other than PC Richard alone to examine that stuff. <laughs> what? what? That's the only store How in existence? the internet? <laughs> yeah. It Yelp doesn't work anywhere. He's still well, using IE 1.2. He wants so to it's... play with the tablet, like not to defend Ken Pierce, but he's trying to play with the tablet before he decides oh. if he can, if he wants to purchase something he has no right to afford. Right. Oh, jeez. Oh, Why is he playing with tablets? And you were talking about us being assholes about it. He might be, have be like a trust fund kid. You're right. Well, yeah, you're right. But go on. Got a kick out of the Big Bang Theory USB drives. Oh, no. (laughs) These are the fun tchotchkes they have that he was talking about. They're quirky. That looked like the characters on the show. And since I'm a big toy nerd, I was super impressed to see the hex bugs on display. A a 40-plus-year-old man fully acknowledging that he is a, quote, toy nerd. Who else is? (sighs) Readers of my website adventures... (laughs) Already know full well about my love of this stuff from the toy fair. He really needs reader. Reader of my website yeah, adventures. Yeah, us. Mom. Yeah. Oh. The manager saw me logging into Foursquare. I nailed it. Oh I nailed it. Which I told him would also go out as a tweet. And he was happy about oh. that. Since this was a new location and the store itself is very mm. bright and clean. Oh, I bet Ken Pierce was like... You know, I own a, a, a highly trafficked metal website. <laughs> uh, a highly trafficked leather jacket. And I'm going to tweet. <laughs> I learned that this was a flagship store for the Radio Shack brand and hope that they find years of success in this new spot. There is certainly a lot more foot traffic directly across from Century as opposed to the old space, which had a maternity place, a sushi place, and a law office on the other side. By the way, that sushi place would not give free yeah, edamame. Does he have a, does he have a link <laughs> to, to those places, too, in reviews of that? They would not give me a fork. Only <laughs> I could not believe the edamame quality. And then the lawyer wouldn't help me sue the place after I ate there. What the fuck? That I whole block is terrible. At the vegetarian restaurant, they would not give me meatballs with my spaghetti. <laughs> Reviewed Yellow Rat Bastard. Mm-hmm. I want to read one what? of his really good reviews, like see how he raves about something. Oh, yeah. Are there any positive reviews on there? There's a few, but I haven't seen anything where he's like out of his mind happy with something. Does he review metalinjection.net? I want to see if I can sort by uh, uh, rating. Oh, yes, I can. 
Okay, let's see. No, his highest rated review is four. He doesn't give the old perfect review. He's not going to just throw out a five-star review, Jared. He takes it seriously. Now, let me ask a question. On these reviews, I know it says the date. Does it say the time that the review was posted? Because I'm curious if he's like writing these at like three in the morning. Probably. Like just up all night getting it, it like multiple drafts. I'd like to know too, but it doesn't. <laughs> Damn it. It doesn't. So I have to keep refreshing the page to see when new ones show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep your own log. So what what are some of the places that get four stars? Uh, the Bull Moose Saloon closed. <laughs> Galaxy Comics 2. Oh Interstate my. Food and Liquor closed. <laughs> Anyone that gets a good review from yeah, him closes. Kiss of death. All right, so that was our uh, long-awaited psychological profile into Ken Pierce. We've been talking about him and making sort of like little in-jokes here and there. And this was our, the first time we really delved into and get an idea of what's go, what makes him tick. And by the way, there were a ton, a ton of great Yelp reviews that we didn't even really go over there. But, you know, I mean, it's a two-hour show and change. So uh, it can't be the Ken Pierce show, but rest assured that we could have done that basically all day. Uh, moving right along, uh, this is uh, one of our best interviews that we did in 2014. Uh, and to sum up this interview, basically put it in perspective. When you get to the end of an interview and Sid is basically fawning and heaping praise on a metal musician. I mean, if you follow the show, you know Sid's personality. You know what it takes for that to happen. So you know that we did a hell of a job with this interview, and you know that this guy is a really awesome guy. We touched on a wide range of subjects from uh, just wrestling to, uh, you know, Israel and uh, Palestinian terrorism and you name it. Uh, We talked about it. This is Yakir from Hammer Cult on the Metal Injection Livecast. Hey, brother, it's Yaku from Hamakult. Oh, huh. just in time. <laughs> yep, just Welcome in time. Welcome aboard. Thank you for calling. Seven children, you got to be shooting me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really Snow want to. What's that? What are you, Snow White? Ah, <laughs> one Rob is enough. Well, that's the thing. I want them all to do my bidding. <laughs> and, and I would say he's more Snow Olive. <laughs> Definitely not white. No. Where where are you calling us from? Well, currently, you know, same whole shithole in Israel. But wife kicked me out of the house because it's fucking late now, and I made some disturbance, so I'm walking down the streets right now. Oh, it's like one thirty at night. It's one thirty at night. Where where yeah, are you in Israel? Which, which streets are you are you walking down? Tel Aviv Chachen Street. Actually, mostly, mostly side of Ramad Gan. Oh. Suburbans, so you can say. Is that a good area, Noah? Noah, uh, Noah oh here, God. she's also Israeli. So, I, I guess you probably know. Huh? You're are saying you, you're not oh, Israeli. Is that a good area, in oh. your opinion? Are you in uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Dizengov? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about the suburbans there. Not, not, not that kind of an area. Oh. M- much worse. <laughs> New Nebrak, if you're familiar with that. Yes. Is there an aroma cafe there? I, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, listeners don't give a shit about who, where I'm calling from, so this, it doesn't matter. This is like Sid with the Indiana <laughs> comments. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. I love this. Um, 
What kind of salad do you like to order from Aroma? Oh, come on. We were just talking about salads earlier. Yeah. You don't eat I salad? I do Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, man. Would you pay fucking, like, fucking $10 for a salad? Well, I don't like Aroma because they've expanded so much, and now they're, they're in America. They're in New York, too. Here's, <laughs> wait, are we talking about Aroma Cafe? Yeah. Even Rob it's knows in Isra- it. It's in Israel? Yeah. Here's the real question. The real question is, did you ever take a broad behind the wailing wall and bang her out? Oh. oh. We're getting to the thick of it now. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucked up. As I just told you, my wife kicked me out of the house because I made a call. Do you really want me to answer that? No, I don't mean that. You, oh, you're doing it now? I was saying like in your single days. Oh, we got some gossip here. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, you don't have to answer that, yeah. but uh, you could if you want. No, I'm cool. Right. <laughs> and, he, and here you, th- you were calling a, pedal, uh, a metal podcast thinking you were going to talk a about A pedo it. podcast? Did you say that I have duty in my mouth. She's all flustered. <laughs> from, like, yeah, I thought it was TMZ. 646 <laughs> if you want to ask. You hear a question from <laughs> Hammer Cult. Uh, so what's the metal scene like in Israel? Pretty shitty. <laughs> pretty shitty we're talking about like um, hey hey I'm dead serious here it's shooting it's pretty shitty talking about like very few bands that are dead serious so most of them are pretty much you know uh, very uh, immature bands and there are not much places you can tour let's think about it right I'm an American band I can tour from Chicago to Orlando I can go to Jersey and New York if I'm a European band let's say I'm living in Germany I can go ahead drive all the way to Poland to the Czech Republic it doesn't matter get in the van and tour if you're an Israeli band where are you going to fucking tour <laughs> Lebanon so, so here's I don't a qu- think so man gonna- so why are you in a band then Syria <laughs> sounds like a good touring option why even so do it basically <laughs> excuse me why even do it then there's nowhere to tour how do you how do you make it then? oh you gotta go you gotta come abroad first of all why am I doing this come on <laughs> it's, in, it's in our blood come on why are you doing this fucking radio show man it's in our blood. I just we don't do have a life. Because we, that's, what we do. that's what we do, man. Rob doesn't have and blood. Seriously. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Rob. Well, You've got you to go abroad. There's no, no other, other chances. That's so for your question, the Israeli metal scene is pretty shitty. Well, the thing about the metal scene in Israel, it's like they have the metal clubs, and then there's the other kinds of clubs, and there's a big barbed wire fence between all of them. So like people never get to go. <laughs> they don't really do bar hopping. <laughs> Isn't there just <laughs> fence hopping? Uh, you know what the, f- the thing is that like the people who are listening to us right now they believe that shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up it is. That's why I say it very matter of factly. Well, a lot of our listeners have actually never interacted. Right now, what was that? I, they think I'm riding a camel as I'm speaking to you. Oh right yeah, now. no, that's a different stereotype. Uh, that's the other side of the country. <laughs> You're riding uh, a tank a right tank, now. Yeah. But uh, a lot of our listeners call in and tell us that they've never. Talk to Jews before. Yes. All four of us are Jews. We are the pipeline to uh, Judaism for our right. audience. And we're from Brooklyn, New York, and I think all of us grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly Jewish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But more like Orthodox. Yeah. So I feel very sorry for you guys. Yes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> We've suffered enough. <laughs> now, this is like the Holocaust. Our own Holocaust. I still feel you for that. You know how it is. No, I'm just kidding. So here in New York, but, uh, I tell you, you know, oh sorry, go ahead. That Jewish people here are different than the Jewish people in uh, abroad. It's it's quite a kind of a different mentality. How is it different? Duck and cover. It's, it's, 
Uh, too, you know, here you, you can go to, I think Noah can back me up here. You can go two ways. You can only be very religious, so you can be like, yeah, you're born Jews, they're going to cut your dick when you're fucking little, and that's it, you're Jew. Uh, and Which one are I, you? I don't really like the, excuse me? Which one are you of the two? Uh, and the one who got his dick cut when he was eight, year, eight days old, and uh, <laughs> that's it. But... Uh, <laughs> The other guys, you know, uh, the guys who actually they, they leave it as a way of as a way of life. Those guys are praying and saying all that shit day and night, and they, sometimes they don't even work. So uh, there, are, there are two ways to look at that. In Israel, is quite different. Interesting. Right. It's not the business comical Jew as you see in Hollywood. Right. Uh, now here in New York, we have a Jerusalem Two Pizza. <laughs> in Jerusalem, do they have just Jerusalem One Pizza? Is that or just the original? Jerusalem, the original Jerusalem Pizza. Does that exist? That's a good question. I gotta check it out. I don't know. You gotta go to Jerusalem and be like, "Where's the Jerusalem Pizza?" Why does he have to say it with that well, accent? You only go to Jerusalem once a year. You can only do like one, two shows a year in in, in Jerusalem. Oh, why is that? You can actually play shows in Jerusalem? Why? Because there's only one club, like, only one club that supports metal in Jerusalem, like a really serious one. Mm -hmm. And every time you drive to Jerusalem, you just, all right, we did the gig, like, let's get the fuck out of here. I have a question. That's how it is. When you go on stage, do you rub a mezuzah before uh, (laughs) before you come on stage? (laughs) Actually, I have a kind of fucked up ritual before I go on stage. Really? What's that? I I start doing uh, uh, a Rick Flo, woo! <laughs> really? Sounds like a great ritual. Uh, can wow. we explain what a mezuzah yeah, is to our non? Uh, no, I don't want to listen to this. No, show. Usually, let's just do it. It's a, it's a little, uh, a little mini Torah. Torah. It's a Torah that you you put on, on your no, door it's, for it's good like luck. It's a prayer. Right? It's not a Torah. Oh, okay. it's a piece of the Torah. It's supposed to be from a real Torah. <laughs> I guess they just sit there ripping oh. up Torahs. <laughs> I do that joke. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> do you ever get your tzitzits tangled up with your guitar strings? <laughs> When you're on stage, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such tits are those wacky sideburns that you have. No, no, no. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm messing it up. Right, the pay—that's a pay. That's the a pay out. Oh, you just messed up Darren's next joke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> damn you. Did. You did. <laughs> Shouldn't have explained it. I should have just said it. No. What was it? I have a terrible Jew. In case you haven't. Figure out. So is Ric Flair your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, most likely, you know. Not Barry maybe, maybe him or uh, Freddie Blassie, maybe. Freddie Blassie? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Freddie Blassie, man. What's your, what's your favorite Stop Freddie Blassie match? <laughs> the one against Freddie Ric Blassie, Flair. Ricky Dozman, you know, he did the Japan deal, like... When he kicked the ass, like, everyone, everyone in Japan, and then the favorite matches... My favorite match of, of Freddie Blassie is with Ricky Dozman's crazy match these guys biting the shit out of those guys we're talking about in the 50s who, who, who did that kind of shit that's like years decades before the ECW stuff the and bleeding ori- all over the, the, the ring that's crazy Freddie Blassie the original hardcore wrestler you say Freddie Blassie is the original hardcore wrestler he was not always that's classy <laughs> apparently <laughs> <laughs> and who's your favorite modern wrestler Excuse me? You're a modern wrestler. Like a wrestler now. Uh, Goldberg? Uh, I, mean, I haven't watched the, the brand like the rest the recent. Oh, you so you just watch Rob. Rob. Years, but oh. I, I, wish, like, I really like Ford Angle because he's like technically he's like uh, probably the, the, one of the best technically wise. 
Yeah. Rob, he's in Israel. I think he thinks that Ric Flair is a current wrestler. Like, they, they get the well, old yeah. episodes. It takes a while before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Still watches Nitro. Yeah. He's, he's waiting to see who wins the Crockett Cup. <laughs> I love the Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> like f- five people in the broadcast actually re- understand what you're talking about. Oh, no. We have, we have quite a lot of uh, yeah. hardcore wrestling fans in our audience. But still, Crockett Cup is pretty. Yeah, I, tried to, <laughs> I, I prefer doing references that only three people get. <laughs> you got to YouTube some Crockett Cup videos. Mm. I, I, I wish that Philip Seymour Hoffman had lived long enough to play the role of Ric Flair in a movie. <laughs> oh, that would have had the hair. And he looking. basically he had, and he had the belly, he yeah, had the belly of Rick Flair. Exactly, the same physique. Age, you know? I think he would have had to lose some gut. Rick Flair was at, he was like always. He, so you know, many many shit that Rick used to do, the, the coke, <laughs> yeah, and all that kind of shit. Probably perfect. I feel like Rick Flair was Rick, he was like a good athlete, but he but he had no muscle tone. Like he, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. If you look back to like yeah, early eighties photos, he he's a little more toned up, but yeah. Yeah, but he, used to, he used to always used to have those sacky tits. Yes. Yeah. The he was a steroid tits. guy, clearly. Yeah. He right. spent his money on other vices. I still remember that promo that Steiner cut on him back in 98 when Steiner said, Ric Flair, you should, one time you should have taken that money you got of, of WCW and fixed your stinking crooked tits. <laughs> I wholeheartedly support that statement. I hope Scott Steiner I was the best. I cut a promo on Rob one time saying I wish he had spent his serious money on the same thing. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. And now you can't. Damn it. <laughs> Ow. (laughs) (laughs) So how often does like a big metal band, like a Lamb of God or maybe even Metallica, how often do they come through Israel? How often do you get big metal shows? Or how easy is it to get Metallica, once in a decade. They played here like in 2010. Before that, it was like 99. And before that was like 93. They're like scared. Like once in a decade. They're like scared to go there. Yeah, and they... Like Metallica, I think the, the last show they did here was a total fail. Like the, the draw was like, let's say they, they thought they can, the promoter thought about they can bring fifty thousand, and the draw was like uh, almost ten thousand. Oh my god! Uh, um, yeah. Last yeah. time, it, last it, time I was it's in it's like a huge ass soccer stadium, and it was like the soccer stadium was like <laughs> with a capacity of like fifty thousand, you can only get. Eight thousand inside. Oh, it was like sucks. the fuck, and you know, at the end of the day, what happened is he sold like the cheap Jew. Yeah, I said it on the motherfucking radio. Cheap Jew. The cheap Jew promoter used to cheap Jew Israel. I'm, I can say that. Like, like black people drop the N bomb. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not politically here. So anyway, this guy sold like tickets for five hundred shekels. Now, no, I can tell you how much it is. I believe we're talking it's like, uh, what. Uh, one fifty, one hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. Wow, you paid one hundred and fifty dollars like, a ticket. No, yeah, he, he didn't able. He was able to sell, sell all of them. So the people who got in line actually got a free ticket, got free entrance, only to can pack the place, uh-huh. or at least get more people inside. So oh, the band won't wow. get offended because of the production. Mm-hmm. So, so you, yeah, that's, that's what happened. So once a decade, Lamb of God, Lamb of God, I think like. What about been here like Corpse? twice, I think. But still, more people saw that show than saw uh, through the Never. I think <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> Has Disturbed ever played there? I, I, I'll be honest. I, 
I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it, and uh, you probably won't. God is my witness. I don't think I'll watch it <laughs> ever in my life. You're in the Holy Land. Don't I swear to God a- if you're lying. <laughs> it's honestly, I thought the movie was good. It's a really well mixed, really, really well shot. So. You just only look at cinematography, though. I yeah, think. what kind what of else? praise is that for a movie? Oh, it was really well mixed. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. a concert, it's a concert film. Like, well, no, not, the first movie. of all, time out. I'm not saying you're wrong to do that. I wasn't being critical. I just feel like you are more into the being a, a web designer and all that. You're into how things look and stuff. It sounds a bit condescending coming from you, Darren. Really? How dare you? No. <laughs> I remember the day the, when it was still coming out and you had seen it and we did the live read that episode you shit all over the movie i feel like the further we've gotten away from the live read the more rob's like the movie no, no he said he said that the he always said the concert footage was good but the story was yeah retarded. the story is but he didn't care about the story right. but that's like yeah. a huge part of the movie though yeah uh yeah well true it's half the <laughs> it's, it's a third of the movie. listen if you're really into good mixing check it out yeah. otherwise probably don't bother mm-hmm. if you love metallica <laughs> definitely check it out sure so metallica if you like good mixing watch the movie watch a movie for mixing that's, that's, yeah. or just da- da- uh, listen to the soundtrack i guess you don't yeah. even have to yeah. watch it no. or just put on master of puppets <laughs> yeah uh, fair point metallica See? once in a decade uh lambo god wants a striper every week <laughs> plays there. Striper every week, man. Yeah, they, With the they, Bibles, throwing the Bibles. Yeah. <laughs> Were there a lot of people there Striper for Lamb of God? Lots of uh, people? Lamb of God, uh, yeah. They had like a good draw. Maybe, maybe uh, 3,000, I think. It was a good draw. Can you push anyone off stage? Maybe more. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. They pushed them with awesome. a tank. Stop it. <laughs> they just. Hey, I, I think, you know, I think the entire deal with Randy and the, the guy in Czech Republic, I think it was a work. Really? That's oh, yeah. what I think. I think it was like, yeah, I'm serious. I think it was a work. It was all an angle. They I killed, never heard they killed the movie. a young man. I, I, maybe he's not really dead. They faked his death. Yeah. yeah. You can focus on this one. That motherfucking guy, like, you push them off the fucking stage, he killed him. And he got away with it. Now, Tim Lambesis, that cocksucker, yeah. still his wife and he still did shit. Uh, so, I don't know. I think it was an angle. That's what I'm saying. He should have hired Randy Bly to kill his wife. Then it, <laughs> yeah. She'd be dead. <laughs> oh, Randy should have hired Tim to do the work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then nobody would have died. Did Ra- the chat yeah, wants to know mean? if uh, Randy pushed <laughs> anyone off the whaling wall. Right was- <laughs> Thank you, chat. <laughs> Tim is just a serious kid right now, you know, with, you know talking about you know, steroids made me do it. Steroids made me do it. That's yeah. the biggest piece of shit I ever heard in my life. It's such a lie. It's just such a cop out. Yeah. It's just the biggest lie. It's like, if steroids made him do it, he would just pick up no, the fucking no. knife and do it himself. Right. Steroids made me get in a car, go to a Barnes yeah. & Noble, That's the thing, like, meet steroids, up with a hitman. It'll like, give what? you like episodes of rage, but not like calculated planning, yeah. and then a few days later you're still into it and you show up. Yeah. Like, in fact, it'll probably ruin your calculated planning, yeah. if anything. The yeah. funniest thing is earlier this week, uh, there were court documents that surfaced online like that detailed the entire ordeal. Oh, my God. And... Uh, so the first time he met with basically his steroid dealer, they didn't outright say it, but yeah. that's yeah. what they were suggesting. And he showed up with his girlfriend, no, his new no, girlfriend, and he's like, dealer. go inside, honey. We got to talk <laughs> about some cars. <laughs> and then the second time he met up with the hitman at a bookstore. Again, he brought his girlfriend and he's like, we're going to talk about mixed martial arts. Stay in the car. <laughs> Why are you bringing this girl? 
What a fun relationship they yeah. must have had. She yeah, just, just hung out with him and waited around while he talked about cars and I MMA. Feel, I feel like that's, <laughs> that's a total typical, uh, no offense, no, I don't think like that's what you have with, with Jake, but like, oh. uh, like uh, there's so many, I see this all the time where like a rock star will have a girlfriend that's just basically his toy that like just... Fuck yeah, buddy. just like clings yeah. onto him, has right. no life of, of well, her own. There was a, a lot of time during the cruise where Jake was just like, "Hang out outside." No, I'm going to go in the butt fuck room and talk about cars with people. <laughs> just you, you hang out out here, right? Well, bands have a lot of downtime, so if there's a girl around, that's how they can pass time. Yeah. Do you well, have a, uh, so? Uh, do you, are there any? Oh, I'm sorry. Are there any hammer cult uh, groupies that go in the other room while you talk about matzah? <laughs> We're all like talking about matzah. We're all like with a study girlfriend or a wife, so oh. that doesn't really matter. Okay. Even though we've, we've seen some fucked up shit on the road, but uh, in Israel, this is a good fucking. No, of course not. Uh, on touring mostly in Europe, here is a good story. We were opening for Malevolent Creation in the Netherlands, uh-huh. and there was this ugly, ugly skank. I swear to God, she was like 60 years old. I'll be honest with you. It was fucking disgusting. She had no teeth. She looks like a fucking gremlin. Anyway, <laughs> good uh, after the show, after the show, you know, Phil, Phil from Malevolent is a good guy. He also is a head case. He's mental. Right, and after the show, you know, she came into the backstage. I have no fucking idea how, and she got over all over Phil and started to hug him and kiss him and started to putting her tongue inside. And we're talking about a sixty-year-old hag, mm-hmm. I, I, and she barely speak English. Like oh, something like Phil, I love you long time. Mm-mm, I uh, kind, of, kind of a fucked up shit, and he's screaming at me, "Help me, brother, help me!" And the only thing that I can do is I took out my iPhone and took pictures of that shit yeah. because it was like. <laughs> I, I got I can't miss that stuff. So. I thought you were going to say you fucked her okay. to get her off of him. <laughs> no, I'm not a fucking 80-year-old hack. But just so for the these, team, though. Where are these pictures? Sit on um, my iPhone. I can actually send it to you. Email it to Rob. He'll like post it. it on a metal Please injection. email it to Robert at metalinjection.net. They're on, ha- they're on hagtomb.com. And listeners, if any of you have pictures of a 60-year-old woman fucking someone, email that to Rob as well. You get a nice collection <laughs> I'll, I'll, going. I'll make sure to post it on isanyonehag.com. <laughs> yeah. It's Rob's new Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for well, hanging out with us. The Chaim. Uh, oh, we got to play in Moshiach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you can you tell us what's going on in the song? Can you translate? Here, just listen in really close. Are you ready? Go. Oh, you want the gibberish part, right? Well, hold on. Yeah, the gibberish. All right, here it is. What a fuck, man, man. So we've we found this song a few months ago. We've been dying to know what the fuck the guy's saying. Yeah. Can you translate that? And can you also play that before each of your sets from now? Well, one thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> First, can you translate? You gotta work them over. Actually, if you listen to our cover, like, except we did the cover of After the Shock, we played actually that on the intro. It says, like, Messiah, Messiah, but... Yeah, we got that part, but but the part where he's the gibberish, yeah. The <laughs> chachening. Oh, uh, something like, please come, please come, you're the saver, bullshit, bullshit. Oh. 
Bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> now, what do we have yeah. to give you in order to cover that song in a live? We show? need like a metal cover of it, or just as a, just a studio version. Yeah, if you could send it to us, I mean, it'll be so much promotion studio for your version, band. With, with, with a video, with a video of me with my underwear doing that shit. I'll send it to you for the same address of the 60-year-old lady. <laughs> yes, you know, guy or perfect. Like that. All right. Yeah, well, no, for real, though, we're going to send you the link, the YouTube link to that song, and you send back a metal version. <laughs> you got my word on it. Oh, All right. that's great. Wow. Thank you so, so much. The new Hammer Cult Take album, Steel Crusher. Hold on a second. <laughs> Steel Crusher. It's going to be, oh, it's out now on Sonic Attack SPV. We want to play a track from the album, What's your favorite track that we, we should play right now as we let you go? What do you think we should uh, play? Probably Metal Rules Tonight. Metal Rules Tonight. It definitely does. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, calling us all the way from Israel. Get home safe. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell your yes, wife. Uh, we said Todaraba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. And gay cock and off and <laughs> all, right. all right. We'll see you later. You care? All right, that was Yakir from Hammer Cult. Fantastic. That was great. Uh, Can we have him be like a regular like yes. correspondent? He War said, you know, he kind of sounded like Shlomo if Shlomo wasn't deaf yeah. in one ear and had Asperger's. And he like you all are he obscure wrestling references and everything. That guy was great. Like I want him to call in maybe like once a month, once every other month, just to make sure he hasn't died yeah. from like terrorist attacks or whatever, and just give us an update. I think that he was great. A really, really, really ancient old DJ who used to work in the New York area on CBS FM and had a very hokey DJ style, and, you know, uh, stereotypical lame DJ style, and now works at Sirius uh, and is 100 years old and very inappropriate. So, without further ado, here's Monica and Cousin Brucie. <laughs> Monica, you're here. You're on the line. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi, everybody. So, so much Monica. energy in this call already. I know. <laughs> Hi, Monica. Happy non-Easter for you guys. Thanks. It's still Easter. You Jewish people. <laughs> I know, but none of you celebrate it. You act like you're so not Jewish. Well, Monica went to church oh. today, right? I did. How, How was, was it? that? It's like my one... It's like it's. Um, I've become one of those uh, religious people that could just go on major holidays like Easter and Christmas. Are you religious so, in any way? Not. I mean, I grew up that way, but I don't really practice anything. Oh, okay. Well, you don't have to practice. You're good at yeah. it already. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> What's going on? Well, you recently moved to LA. How's your? Uh, how's your? switch from new york to la ben um well it's great weather wise um i'm actually in palm springs right now visiting my dad and it's like 90 degrees um standing outside and but i'm kind of i'm a little bored just because you know in new york i'm used to like running around being on a time crunch and then like seeing a million different people and here it's like really slow and i'm just job hunting and i don't even remember the last time i was drunk <gasps> what <laughs> come back Monica. i know i feel like such an old person i'm like i need to get wasted i don't even care if i'm hung over the next day 
Do we have anyone that lives in the Palm Spring area that listens to the show that can <laughs> take Monica on a wild night? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't up. have any I don't know, I'd be nervous. Springs. Huh? I don't think that's our demographic. People oh. that live in Palm Springs. Why? Who lives in Palm Springs? Like fancy older rich people? No? Isn't that like the thing? Mm-hmm. Well, there is a bunch of uh, people out here for Coachella, though, the second weekend. Oh, dear oh. God. But I need to go. Yeah, I went to the grocery store earlier, and there was like a, a couple girls in the store with their bikinis on and just like a robe. And, you know, the grocery stores are freezing. Oh, and this girl had like a fresh <laughs> tattoo on the back of her thigh. It was a, a night, what's it called? A dream catcher. Uh, I was like, she totally got wasted at Coachella and got a dream catcher on the back of her thigh. <laughs> Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> How come you're not at Coachella? Are you too good for the Coachells? <laughs> no, well, you know, you have to buy the tickets um, a really far in advance. I think like 10 months or something. Mm. And um, so I didn't jump on that bandwagon. And then to buy it last minute, you know, I'm still unemployed. So I wasn't ready to drop $400. For a three-day pass. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe Rob can get you a free ticket. Oh, Rob. Yeah, definitely. I'll do anything you want. Are there any bands playing Coachella? (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, Future Islands is playing, right? Yeah, they they play it. There you go. I saw a picture. I guess uh, the replacements are playing, and Billy Joe Armstrong sat in with them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Billy Joe Armstrong looks like an old fucking man. It's crazy. Really? Let's see a picture. He's like of that. fat with a gray beard. He, he was standing there next to Paul Westerberg, the lead singer of the replacements, yeah. who's probably in his early 50s now, if that. And he looked older than Paul Westerberg. Let's by see that. Large well, margin. he just went through like rehab and everything. Amazon right? MP3, I think, has tweeted the photo, or at least that's where I saw it. And it just. Just look up Billy Joe, Amazon, Twitter. I'm looking it up, looking it up. Oh. It's disturbing how old he looks. Dude, like, yeah, you have the oh my God. to put on I my Bengay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh. I can't see it. What the fuck? Describe right? what he looks like. He's wearing like a plaid blazer and a bow tie, and he's got like longish, dirty hair and a gray beard, and he's fat. Ew. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> He like doubled in size since he went to rehab. Can you link that to the He looks like yeah. uh, Joe uh, Pantoliano a little bit. Now. Joe Pantoliano was never that thick. Yeah, but just facially. Okay. His face has expanded. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he looks like a bad lounge singer. Yeah. I feel like Billy Joel and uh, Avril always wear the same clothes. Or they try to. But this is a different look for you Billy You know, Joel. like they have like the same closets. It's possible. Actually, Maybe he's the same person. Billy Joe looks like Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's going to drive into some houses on Long Island soon. <laughs> the end of it. That fucking old Good fart. Lord. Uh-huh. That's all. That's all I've got about Coachella. What else is going on? You got any job prospects? What's going on? Are you looking for a job? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had, I mean, I've been slightly successful when it comes to, like, getting interviews. So I've had interviews, but... Um, you know, or like sometimes they're too high up for me. And then like one lady wanted to offer me less than what I was making at Sirius, which, you know, you don't make very much money at Sirius. And so I was, I told her, I was like, well, I can't really live off of that. So can I have a second job? And she was like, no, you won't have any time for a second job here. 
I'm like, well, what the fuck, lady? I'm not going to work for you then for nothing. Did you really say that? Uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> and then, like, no, out. I didn't say that. What was the job? Um, but, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it was for it was for like um, a personal assistant to the president of a PR agency. Oh, fancy. So I would have been like her right hand person and like gotten my foot in the door at this PR place that I liked, but uh, it was just like ridiculous and they're supposed the to be great for the work basically the same as new york so you gotta make some money mm. find, but find a sugar i have daddy. um i had a couple interviews this past week and now i'm just kind of uh waiting out the weekend and hopefully i'll hear something tomorrow how are you celebrating 420 um i'm eating a steak yeah. <laughs> I know you left uh, New York, but I mean, there is an opening uh, that someone just lost their job at Sirius. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. There's no opening, though, yeah. and it was a part time yeah. job. I'm sure Monica got paid more than I did. If you like the smell of tabbouleh and the. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the guy was on radio, so. I heard. No way. How much I, does that piss I, you I'm off, Rob, serious. though? I'm that, not going back. That she left Sirius of her own choosing. Oh. Yeah. And you were forced out it by the security. It doesn't piss me off at all. We had completely different positions. Monica, like, actually worked yeah, we, there. Yeah. That's not what I heard. Uh, Jose Maggot is a piece of shit. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> Never said that. Oh. I also said this. Noah has AIDS. Hey. That I did say. And she's still employed there. Oh, How bad must you have been, Rob? <laughs> It's because they feel bad for me. They know oh. that I have a life sentence. They're worried that cousin <laughs> Brucey, because he has a low immune system, may catch the AIDS from you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, well cousin Brucey has his own microphone. They like replace the studio mic to have like this crazy Ugh. cousin is Brucey that, mic. Is that to protect him from other people, or to protect protect the other people from his smelly old man? I was about to say. Mm. I don't know. This is my microphone, cousins, on CBS FM, baby. <laughs> My one regret is I didn't take a photo with Cousin Bruce just, as he was getting out of the bathroom or something. Just fucking hang out. with, Go down to the station yeah. and stand there. He'll no, out of the lobby. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet by the Chipotle. He's so nice. Yeah. Cousin Bruce, is so nice. He'll totally take a picture with you. He's like complimented two of my purses. Do, just when what? I'm what? a nice purse you got there, young lady. See me at baby. He's probably trying to bang you. Do, uh, Monica, can you explain to our listeners who Cousin Brucey is? Do you even know? And tell us about these purses. Well, he's like an old-time DJ that's been DJing since, I don't know, for like 40 years. Yeah, 40? And- You're shortchanging me, young lady. More like uh, that, 70. My- he was the rabbi at Dick Clark's Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> Baruch Atad and I on CBS FM. <laughs> You should find a clip of him on like YouTube or something so people can hear what he sounds like. I think when I do that impression, to be honest, it's like a mix of him and this other guy whose name was Harry Harrison. Did they ever oh. talk about him? No. Because he used to do the uh, mornings at CBS FM. No. Oh, he he was on WABC here, Cousin yeah. Brucey. He was oh, on here. at CBS, too. Yeah, we, we have a CBS FM one. Hold on. And he also, uh, Harry Harrison used to go, Good morning, love. <laughs> Harry Harrison here with you. CBS FM! <laughs> well, okay. Oh, that's loading it. Hmm? We're loading some cousin Brucey audio. Oh. No, we're gonna hear yeah, he's bad. <laughs> it's the turtles with you. I'm gonna dedicate. This is very strange. I'm gonna dedicate this number one jingle 
right? Uh, we have my good friend Jonathan and Marilyn out there, and they're <laughs> visiting New York, and they wanted to hear this. This is very strange people. This is for Monica, who let me come in her purse <laughs> on CBS FM. That's the way to do it. Yes. All right, let's, go. let's go back to work. That's for them. They're requesting jingles now. Ladies and gentlemen, the class of 1967, the Rolling Stones. One week at number one. From Monica. Monica, you're out of Los Angeles. I hope you've taken that purse with you. Get all the cum stains out of it on CBS FM, baby. Showers and partly Showers. That's what I want to do with Monica on CBS FM. High in the upper regions right now in New York City, our magnificent New York City, it is 75 degrees. 101. <laughs> okay, let's go to Central Park with your cousin Bruce. I love that. This. The, uh, the jingle. Yeah. The we need we jingles. We need jingles. Yes, we make- Listeners, we know. I know we have very talented audio, audio engineer type of people. Yeah. Producers. Some even are on the podcast. Let's just do our own. We can do it. Yeah. Yeah, but also we'll enough. accept. We'll also, if you want to make jingles, yeah, send them in. Send them in. We'll play them. Metal sure. Injection FM. Like little clothes. Play the 101 again. 101. But make them funny. We want funny ones. You're so demanding, yeah, Karen. They could, they could be so regular. Up. Listen, the last time I said something, they jammed us up with 9,000. Fi- it was great. It's a challenge. Okay. Oh, that's Our cool. magnificent New York City. It is 75 degrees. Metal injection. And then who was the other guy? Who was the other dude? Weather than I do. <laughs> what? Sorry. What was that, Monica? He gets more excited about the weather than I do. Yeah. 75 degrees. There's going to be showers today. <laughs> oh, it's going to rain on CBS FM. <laughs> you actually sound really uh, similar to him, Darren. I, tr- I'm, I try. <laughs> Darren is an expert. I don't know about an expert. Mm-hmm. I do my best. I think you're professional. You're <laughs> professional. Monica, do you think Darren uh, could have a career at Sirius XM? Doing the oldies? Do I what? <laughs> the oldies. <laughs> Do you think Darren could have a career at Sirius XM? It's serious. I could take Rob's job. Um. Well, if I was in charge, I would say yes, but oh, they don't. Yeah. You know, they probably won't hire him just because they're serious. I have to. I have to deal with that piece of shit, Jose Magnet. Yeah. Who wants that? According to Rob, I don't yeah. know him, so no offense. I believe Rob. Rob knows him pretty well. If Come he's going to say that about Come him, on. it's got to be true. Come on, guys. Come on. You're killing me here. <laughs> Jose Maggot is a, a piece wonderful of shit. person. Jose Maggot is a piece of shit. By the way, it's Noah's birthday in a few days. Oh, yeah. On Tuesday. Happy yes. birthday, love. CBS FM. How old are you going to be? 31? 31. 31. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> That's my girlfriend's age, 31. But she's. Darren, gonna... are you asking me out? No. <laughs> and Jake, how old are you? I'm 30. Oh, wow. Noah's rocking the cradle. Rocking the cradle. (laughs) What a cougar. (laughs) Have you ever done it in a cradle, you two? Maybe if we had a cradle. (laughs) Listeners, forget the jingle. Send in a cradle. Send both. A big enough cradle. (laughs) Yeah. Noah looks intrigued by this idea. Oh, I'm just trying to think. She just doesn't want. She doesn't want to wear a giant diaper or anything like that. Well, not during. Maybe before. (laughs) Oh, you've tried the giant diaper. (laughs) No, we're not into that. 
We? It sounds like Jake is into it. Yeah, she <laughs> she like, I think she put the foot down on that is what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> we are not into that. <laughs> Tried it once, never again. I brought up the giant diaper to Monica, but no go, cousins. <laughs> CBS FM. By the way, hi, Monica. I didn't say hi. Oh, hi, Jake. So I just wanted to call in, say hi to everybody, and I wanted to wish Noah a happy birthday, and Aww. I wish thank I was you. there to celebrate with you guys. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in, Monica. Thank you. Sorry You're for traumatizing welcome. you. I hope I get to talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Yeah. I traumatized you with flashbacks to your interactions with Cousin Brucey. I apologize. <sighs> She's going to go shake now in the corner. Okay, now I'm going to have to go back to therapy, Darren. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a selfie dick pic, Monica, on CBS oh, FM. No. <laughs> oh, Brucey, stop yeah. it. He's resting it right on top of his microphone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Joe Camel face. <laughs> if you got a second, find Harry Harrison, because that's like the voice is cousin Brucey, right. but the CBS FM is really what he used to do at the end of every sentence. Okay, All right, bye, Monica, Monica, we're going to let you go. Okay, bye, 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 guys. Bye. 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 CBS FM, baby. All right, I found Harry Harrison. Let's check this out. Oh, I hope he what? says CBS FM. <laughs> Good morning, love. That's his thing. Good morning, love. Hello. How are you? New York City. Remember your favorite old Good morning. 1962. 101 CBS FM. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. G. I'm certain it is forecast. Oh, really? Mr. Yeah. G, oh what do you make God. of that, big guy? Will you pay us if it's wrong? Will you pay us? Let's get DJ on with it, okay? Oh. Mm. You're really slowing down, aren't you? Well, now I heard the forecast. I understand. And there's a, a friend of ours, Art Bolo, is here, and he's a video, videoing. <laughs> the, he's filming. Anyway, how are you? He's filming this, and people are probably wondering where you it's are. Like an old Jew. Mr. G is not Hello. here. We're recording studio. this from the James he's, Gum uh, Dungeon from Sounds <laughs> of the Land. <laughs> he does an air checker that he puts the lotion in the skin. Maybe he's so he has some echo. I don't know. Less than that. You know, less than that. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's there's right. a family show. All right, I'm sorry. Sorry. It puts the Lotion on its skin, unless it, or else it gets the hose again. Yeah, that's what it's on CBS FM, baby. It's <laughs> disturbing. Put the fucking lotion no, in the basket. CBS FM, baby. Sorry, family show. All right. What's that guy's name? Art Polo? No, not right, Polo. I, I, try, I thought I, there would be yeah. him like cueing yeah. a record or something, but not having a fucking boring conversation. Mr. Hey, G. Live, leave Mr. G alone. He is a local friend. Fuck the Mr. G. We know what G stands for, right? What? Mr. Gianna. Mr. Gianna. Oh. <laughs> Rest in peace. But he's still alive. How's that possible? Yeah, see, when was the last time you saw Mr. He's G? He's on uh, the Channel 11 news here. Still? Yep. Oh, my God. He had a son, too, right? Had. Probably still has had. one. He had a son. Little, I remember, like, little, little, Mr. little G. L L L I L apostrophe. Sam G or something like that. Like, he had a real name, but Are he didn't have a... Are you asking if your uncle had a son? <laughs> is that what <laughs> the question is? And his name was my Robert. My uncle did have dun, a son. Dun, dun, dun. How's your uncle son doing? I don't know. I don't talk to him. Why not? We're estranged. <laughs> what? I thought I said there was like some drama when he died. But be, be, between you and your cousin, between my parents and his his like, 
well, my uncle's widow. You got to be bigger than that, yo. Oh, I have no way to contact him. I wouldn't mind talking Google, to him. Google, Does he have a Facebook. phone, a cell phone? I don't have his phone number, no. Google, you know his name? He's not, I've, I've looked for him, he's not When's around. the last time you looked for him? Do you know where he lives? <laughs> I don't not, believe you. Like within the last six months. Really? Oh, yeah. Rob. He lives in Florida, he doesn't live here. You oh, want to give his name? We've got listeners in Florida. No, you I'm not going to give his name. See if they can track him down? Come on. No. Get the what? <laughs> what is it? Pazbana. Pazbana, bitch. It's not. No, that's my dad. What's your mother's maiden name? I'm not, I'm not going to say it. We've never, I don't think I even know this. Yeah, I don't know. Off yeah. the even. It's the one Rob of trivia that we've never gotten. Will Maybe you tell it's us also off What's your mother's maiden name, Sid? Levin. It's pretty Jewish. Yeah. So now you have to tell us yours. No, how about your mother's maiden name? Was? Uh, Lazar. Like laser, but pronounced differently or spelled differently also? <laughs> no, just L-A-Z-A-R. Oh. That's Maybe there's cool. probably like 12. Well, there's a million of them, but the last name is, uh, maiden name is Kolodne. Interesting. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> What's funny? It's a like mocking Russianness. Isn't there like it's a, a Jewish, word like It's food? a Jewish name. That's the brand That's of salt that we drink. <laughs> That's cold. It's a huge difference. Yeah. Oh, come on. Kolodne. <laughs> Your name means cold? No. Kolodne. What does it mean? Does it mean anything? It's a Jewish. It's a Jewish lesson. I don't know. That's a Jewish. There's like a million American like colognes yeah. on it tra- Facebook. It translates loosely to Uncle Gina. <laughs> oh, what's weird too is I did a Facebook. Like I always thought my last name was so unique, Paspani. Uh-huh. There's a million Paspanis like in Smith Iran. In Iran. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Iranian Smith. <laughs> so upsetting to me. Why? He wants to be the only one. I want to be unique. Just- damn it. There's just, like one other Avior, and they live all the way in California. Really? Yeah. But I looked a long time ago. Did you look on the Israeli Facebook, though? <laughs> oh, no. I don't go on that. <laughs> There's an Israeli Facebook? I don't know. I just made that Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. No, not like Mishpuch. I got it. Sorry. Right. I was giving you a point for that. Wow, Rob, that's good. You should you, well, until you explain take it. that um, domain name. Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of H's. Love it. So if you are a regular listener to our program, you know that uh, we frequently bring up one of the worst people in the world, the misogynistic, anti-abortion, born-again pseudo-Christian, wife abandoner, um, did I mention misogynistic? I think I did say misogynistic, but it bears repeating. Uh, mocker of ALS sufferers and just all around horrible, horrible person and scumbag, the mustachioed, uh, pimp-suited Steve Harvey. Uh, He is also known as the host of Family Feud and uh, several different horrible talk shows in which he dispenses uh, terrible, terrible advice to bimbos and soccer moms all across America. In this clip, uh, we learned that Steve Harvey, against all logic and common sense, now has a dating site where the same idiots who watch his show can also go and hook up with other idiots that watch his show, which is probably a good service because it keeps them from being in relationships with normal people. Uh, But in any case, uh, this is our discussion of Steve Harvey's terrible, awful, evil website, Delightful.com, on the Metal Injection Livecast. 
I was doing a bit of Googling on Darren's mate, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, he he has a dating website. Are you? Oh we were God. seriously going to talk about that tonight, right here. On our, <laughs> Great, on our thank list. you. Do wow. you. Wait, did you hack into one I of our computers? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a part of our show. Yeah, prep. it's like it's absolutely insane. Like I went onto it, and you just see like as soon as you go onto yeah. it, it's like it's just him and he's like giant rape face, yeah, looking like right at you. <laughs> and it's called delightful.com It's you, the most ridiculous yeah. fucking thing. I, in I the thought world. it was going to be called getyourassinthiswater.com <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the water park he's opening. With like water <laughs> to get your ass in this water park. Yeah, <laughs> hey, get your ass in this water park. We got the finest yeah. lives. We have the moral barometer. Yeah. Wait, so signing up and searching is free. So did you sign up for it? Yeah, Matt? but like it's, it's it's so insane because like Here's why would you put his name to something like that if you can be like a man looking for another man? Like, um, does he know about this? Well, here that's what's weird is because Steve Harvey notoriously not that cool with homosexuality, but. If you can profit from it, yeah, Wait, he will do it. How do we know that you can search? That's what oh, you're right. Let's do. Yeah. Let's do man. Maybe oh, you so choose that. And when it you says, get off my site, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll try it out. Like, <laughs> no, it keeps going. It asks you where your country is. It's trying to get your info local on authorities you. are coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, and I was reading like, and I was reading the um, like the synopsis of it, and apparently, like, oh, Steve Harvey made this thing so he could make women more dateable. Uh, ah, like, is, is that's not, if, if that's not like the most chauvinistic just like well, yeah like hey change it. your about me to show a little more personality you boring wench yeah Steve yeah. Harvey's um, face pops up like yeah. a, the paper clip to tell you what you did wrong in your profile <laughs> also, also in this picture he totally has camel you toe. said you was atheists that's not it take that out <laughs> it says I love, yeah. I love also uh, that like the the copy on some of this is like, what is your zip code? Steve says, this helps <laughs> us introduce you to people near you. Yeah, Steve designed wow. the site, too. He knows it's like 60-year-old grandmas on the site. Yeah. Because that's well, the only people that watch a show. Before I, I watch the that, show. Like, oh, no. yeah. How... How egotistical is it to make a dating site and your fucking hideous face is right on the splash page? And it, it isn't, I mean, like, doesn't he have, like, failed know. marriages? Of course. <laughs> yes. That's how he knows. That's why he needs a dating site. He's been through all the trial and error that you can skip right over because of him. He can lend his expertise. And also, I mean, if Rob's taught us yeah. anything, it's that you don't need to have any interest in what your website's about to run a website. <laughs> so, Steve Harvey. You can't just, see this uh, over the air because this is an audio podcast, but I'm there. scowling yeah. at Sid. It was beyond the scowl. It was like, if looks could Blair. kill, Sid would be a Get a little too under. close to home there? <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I'm going to build Cosby and not even address. Oh, that was great. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't ruin that. We'll we have talk to talk about, about that. that. I don't know what's going on about that. Like, can we get, like, address what's Look, going on? Look, first of all, you're like... not our program director yeah. here, Matt. You can't just switch topics well, with us. Well, he is a good program director because yeah. he mentioned Tooth, but he, you, you have a little ADD. Like, we have to, yeah. you're a good program director, but we have to smooth these things out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so yeah, so back to Steve Harvey, though. Did you sign up for Delightful.com? Yeah. Yes. yes. Did I sign up? No, I didn't. Why not? <laughs> Do they have services? Because like I didn't know I didn't want to. Oh, no. I well. just saw it and I'm like, this is horrible. Like, I would. I don't even want to give that man any more of my time. But would wouldn't you be curious to see what women in Australia are signed up for that site, if any? <laughs> just that, no. just to see. 
that's 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 the, you know that's just something that I'm willing to you know not do in my life, and it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally fine with that. You're a strong <laughs> I'm totally fine with the decision that I've made. Our algorithms has determined <laughs> that y'all should be dating a koala. Well, <laughs> a part of the website is that they give you dating advice. <laughs> I said we should all sign up for this and see. Who and gets this is the most no, no, I'm sorry. Most? This is mostly oh well I guess guys have to sign up too, but like the the website is more geared towards women because it's like meet love minded men. You has stated that you is from Australia. We don't but know where that is. Your yeah. your <laughs> favorite movie is not Crocodile Dundee, so you is lying. Uh. <laughs> oh, there's also uh, uh, safe dating tips. Yikes. Oh, let's hear what those are. Stay oh away from Steve Harvey. Oh, <laughs> As a leader in yeah. online That's, dating yeah, sites for sing- Stay singles. Stay me. <laughs> How about this one? What is that? Ten signs that she's a keeper. How did you even find this? What are the ten signs? She have a vagina. She commands respect. A keeper makes her standards known from day one and uh, sticks to them. Yeah. She dresses appropriately. <laughs> All right, Dad. A keeper knows how to look sexy while leaving something to the imagination. So none of those nipless blouses that oh the God. kids are wearing these days. Also, it's so weird. A lot of these other topics are weird. Like, how do black singles find dates in New York? They want to be Four men making the transition from dating online to offline. Dating and relationship tips from a black man. Uh-huh. Dating tips for, for black women. Uh-huh. What are the dating? Multi dating for black women. I want to. I want to know what the dating tips for black men are. I, I'd like to also point out that this headline is amazing. How to score at the grocery store? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I always hover by the tampons section. You're sure to find women's there, and they ain't pregnant. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> also, these this dating advice stuff. Oh, these all just lead to the same one. Um, the dating tips is to join the site, of oh, course. Or actually, <laughs> it might be oh. like a it might be like a wall actually that you can't see the articles until you sign up. Can I just finish reading the "She's a Keeper"? Oh, article? sorry, yeah. Okay, she dances respectably. Uh-huh. Oh, keeper no, respectable. No, no twerking. A keeper doesn't let a man. A keeper doesn't let a man feel all over her body on the dance floor. Uh, sure, she does. Number four, she waits for your call. Mm-hmm. She keeper, don't call you. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. A keeper knows that any man that's serious will call the first. Will make the fall. Will make the first call. A, wo- a keeper knows how to read <laughs> off of a computer screen. Without stuttering. I'm pretty sure a keeper would Don't. take advice from Steve Harvey on anything. Also true. Don't do drugs. Not my kind of keeper. Uh, okay. A keeper is what a Jewish man wear on his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kipper. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't follow Jewish culture that much. Okay. <laughs> Number five. She can hold court with mom. A keeper is able to hold a respectable conversation with her man's mother. What if, uh, what if what? mom's dead? Yeah. Then yeah, how do you or find what out? if he doesn't get along with his mom? A you, keeper will dig her up. Yeah, you don't want to date a man who doesn't get along with his mom. That's probably one of the ten lit signs he's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> he loves his mama. Yeah. yeah, especially if he lives with his mom. Well, Even better. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, okay. Number six, she can adapt to anything. 
A keeper can handle herself in any situation, oh. from a sporting event to the boardroom. And she can take a punch. Rob Bowie said, a keeper don't mind the condition of your hands. Oh. <laughs> a keeper would never trim his fingernails on the train. <laughs> a keeper will look the other way when you jerk off into a Doritos bag. <laughs> okay, number seven. She wants to settle down. A keeper can see herself as a <laughs> no wife shit. and will in turn attract a man who can see himself as a husband. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Number eight. She's introducible. If a is woman it like in-traducible? It's introduce-able. Uh, I had to swallow. What does he mean by that? Well, if a woman is a keeper, her man will be eager to introduce her to his friends and family. Yeah. And all the other keepers. So she's not someone you keep locked in the cellar, basically. Right. Great. <laughs> not that kind of keeper. Yeah. A keeper. <laughs> yeah, that's a you don't keep a, that's in a, a closet. Keeping. So, see, the fact that he'd have to mention that means that he probably has locked women in a basement. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And they're mostly dead. A keeper do not uh, have yeah. a hunchback. This keeper a expired. Keep, no, a keeper does not find the back door exit of your house and yeah. runs away from you in the middle of the day. She knows how to and sit and stay. <laughs> a keeper do not believe she got secret phone calls from terrorists on 9-11 morning. <laughs> a keeper will not yell when I enter her late at night as she is sleeping. Oh. Wow! Wait. <laughs> Too far? And that's past the paywall. You gotta, you gotta yeah. sign up for those tips. And there's pictures it's like a how-to. <laughs> a keeper will not announce that you raped her 14 years later when you're trying to do an art museum uh, interview on NPR. Ooh. Okay. A keeper will let you sleep on her couch for four years yeah. while you start your stand-up country <laughs> and then you $4,000 and not ask for it back until I have a successful talk. I mean, you have a successful talk show. Yeah. Okay, number nine. And even then, I won't give it back. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll start crying. So I'll y'all forget you. how much money I I'll, owe you. I'll just use that money to start a dating website. Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'll invest it in my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's hard. Number nine. Is Don't you want to know the last two? Yeah, what's number ten? Wait, no, we're just up to number nine. She's loyal. <laughs> okay. A keeper doesn't get going when the going gets tough. Oh. Mm. That's the take a punch one that yeah. I was yeah. referencing before. Yeah, that. A keeper mm. know how to use cover up makeup. <laughs> <laughs> a keeper tells the cops that she fell on a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> if she knows what's good for her. <sighs> okay. She doesn't and want to go back in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten. She's supportive. This this one. He forgot the period at the end. Okay. It's, but she never still, does. It's, it's not over. <laughs> yeah. um, a keeper understands that a man validates himself by what he does, how much he makes, and appreciates that he handles his business. Mm. Bidness. Bidness. A keeper knows that it is uh. the man role to make money, and women should clean the house. <laughs> yeah. And also that's give the money. That's basically what that yeah. <laughs> And not be educated. And not take all the money that the man makes. Yeah. Right. Obviously. Mm. Mm. Unless they spend it on a person. A woman so, can make her own money and then give half of it to her yeah. man. Yeah. So, Matt, now now that we've read this, well, I guess you're the guy, but like now, do you know what kind of woman you should be looking for? A koala. Darren said it before. Yeah. <laughs> That's what our yeah, algorithm yeah, gonna have to say. Go anyone who does not take advice from this fucking creep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> That's, that's the kind of person that you'd want. 
I'd like to read this from the chat here. Have you have you heard of Steve Harvey? No. Okay, we can continue. <laughs> All right. Super good. Nintendo Chalmers said a keeper would actually send Sid ice cream after performance. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah. Who was that? We also <laughs> should have so figured out who that was. Like, yeah, he, that motherfucker never called back. He's eating that ice cream right now, laughing at us. <laughs> Dick. Probably does that every week. It's good ice cream. Oh. Mm. I'll be in Texas in December. Maybe he wants to meet up and just hand off the ice cream. Mm. Or feed you ice cream. Robber no, Bowie, right. a keeper, is never an atheist. Yeah, I wonder if you can put atheist as your religion on that site. Nope. Let's, Rob, come on. Have you, you not signed up put, yet? What are no, you doing? I haven't. Can you put Jewish? No. Yeah. It's just not that. I, a keeper I, knows I'm the sorry. one true religion. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you mean Christian? <laughs> the one, one true God. Yeah. Yes. It just keeps. Steve Harvey says there's no such thing as Jewish. I think what you're trying to say is Christian. If you select atheist, it goes. I just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> no. If you select atheist and press submit, it redirects you to Google. <laughs> they just take you off the site. They don't okay. want you. Uh, we have another call. Two o three. This is a familiar number. Is this Colin. Two o three. Yes, it is. Hey, Colin. Hello, Colin. Hey. What's up? Nothing much. Just listening. How's your dog okay. business doing? Good. All right. Fascinating. With this Arctic breeze coming in, you know, this Arctic um, breeze coming in, that's going to be a bitch. The weather. Just like bike. what you walk. Get some mittens. Bitches. Right. All right, five six two. Oh. <laughs> We're trying to have a conversation with hey. Mario. Hey. Poor Colin. Poor Colin. Port Colin oh, or poor Colin? Both. Poor Colin. Poor Colin or poor Colin? <laughs> it was a poor Colin. <laughs> poor Colin. <laughs> so what's up? Did, you, did you have sex with that that uh, married woman yet? <laughs> Not yet. She's coming next week. Oh, oh during the live cast? coming next week. That's right. If you <laughs> happen to have intercourse with this woman between the hours of six and eight on Sunday p.m. Eastern on Sunday, just call us and leave the phone on. We'll be like, "Hello, hello," and then we'll just hear. Ah. Or just leave a really long voicemail, right? Yeah. Oh just like God. leave your, your There's a minute on. limit on the voicemail. Oh, oh. It. Just so I, I didn't hear the. Did you? He, you asked him if he had sex. With her yet. What next was, week. Oh, next week. All right. I didn't know if that. I heard the next week, but I didn't know if he already banged her yet. So <laughs> I was going to say, hey, do you know if she makes a lot of sounds or not? So that would. Have you guys figured out where uh, you're meeting? Like where you're going to do that, that day? Have you figured out where you're going to do that day? Like where you're going to meet? I'm going to fuck Noah. <laughs> no, but like where? Like at Pay your attention. house. Well, uh, basically decided that I'm going straight from work to pick her up and to bring her back over here, oh. and I'm just going to bang her out. Yeah, don't take her to fucking Denny's or something. Come bang on, what a waste out. of time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you might do dinner after. Just tap that ass. When you say bang her out, I feel like when um, like cooks take a mallet and they flatten the chicken, and they just like, bang <laughs> Pound it. it out. He's going to tenderize yeah. her? That's yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do with her pussy. <laughs> what, would Steve, it out. what would Steve Harvey say about this date plan? <laughs> this is not a keeper, clearly. Yeah, Steve Harvey's German. from Austria. <laughs> He's not the I am Steve Harvey. Yeah, when you go to delightful.com, it's beautiful. You know, you got some of these, like, the e-harmony the and the e-harmony and the okay Cupid. It's not, they don't think about what woman really wants. What she really wants is Austrian schwanz, 12-inch, like a bratwurst. 
<laughs> what are you doing? Don't go, don't don't go to his house. He's crazy. The Steve Harvey impression is on point. Steve, I'm Steve Harvey. Damn it! Run, run away, run away from the OK Cupid. It's not good for you. She's not a keeper. She's atheist. Keeper reminds me of Jews. <laughs> So Noah pulled up uh, 10 signs. He's a keeper? Yeah. Oh, should I go through these or should we just... I think I think uh, Steve should go through them. <laughs> the I'm here. Steve I'm here. <laughs> Let me go through them. Where are they? The Austrian put, dating machine. Put the link in the chat. So Steve... Oh. Number one. Check his genealogy to see if there's any Judaism. <laughs> Does he have a big schwanzen? Number two. Schwanzen. Check his schwanz. Is it cut? Is, Is it deep? cut? Uncut? <laughs> he may be Jew. <laughs> Check for any, uh, you know, swastika on, her, on him that's a good plus. Means he works hard. He, he, oh, he has convictions. It's a plus, it's a plus with bent edges. <laughs> yes. It's a plus, it literally and figuratively. <laughs> it's both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What if he's Luferigno? Is that a plus? It sort of sounds Jewish. I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So, just the ten signs he's a keeper. The first one is, he's genuinely interested in you. A man that prioritizes your needs. A man who prioritizes your needs. Over your physical appearance. Over your physical appearance. Is looking for love. Is looking for love. Get your ass in this water. No. <laughs> yeah, by Number by. nine is like a really specific one that isn't necessarily true for everybody. Look at number nine. Yeah, He's comfortable true. around your kids. Like that's assuming that the person already has what? Yeah. Go ahead. You can't use this site until you already have some children. So come back in a couple years, please. I feel like I'm getting electrocuted. <laughs> Do they have another like like a link to another site for to find guys that'll just get you pregnant so you can come back to this site? <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the site? Delightful. 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 Don't you listen? Anyway. Also, the ten signs that he's a keeper. There's eleven of them. Yeah, there's eleven. Wow. I couldn't fit it all. Oh my god. His goes to eleven. Ugh, he's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, Steve. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. You have any new nude pictures of this girl you want to share with us? Uh, She's been waiting uh, all week. No more nude, but she did send me a a video of her going down on another dude. What? What? Yes. That's a weird thing. She's a keeper. (laughs) Here's what you're going to taste when you're kissing me next week. What the fuck kind of thing is that? I hope she's burst her teeth. What ankle is the the camera from? Schwanson in the mouth. Put a ring on uh... it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Someone did already, apparently. (laughs) I'm Steve Harvey. Damn it. Put a ring on it. It had three failed marriages. I decided to include one of the very, very rare clips that you hardly ever hear on this show, which is the four of us uh, talking about something metal-related. We started out talking about the Black Veil Brides, who are a really, really ridiculous um, sort of novelty band, which you may be familiar with. If not, you're not missing too much. But somehow, uh, our discussion of their new song... Some devolved into 
a discussion of a Hong Kong and Korean restaurant run by Mexicans. If you want to find out how, listen up. Well, I know you wanted to talk about the, um, well, what's going to call it, the, uh, the Black Veil Brides thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, so uh, Black Veil Brides. They're, I, I've talked about them on the show before. They're the band that... Uh, BVB, for those in the know. <laughs> their fan base is the BVB Army. Yeah. They're the band. They're like kind of like a boy band, like a, a hard rock boy band yeah. type thing. And they're the band when they won their... Uh, Golden God this year, the crowd shit on them. Oh, the crowd booed them. Or this was last year because it was Metallica's crowd. And uh, the the vocalist basically did a heel turn. He like he was like, we're up here and you're down here booing us. So there's the blah, blah, blah. And it was hilarious. Ronnie Radke. Uh, no, it wasn't Ronnie Radke. Oh, okay. What um, band is he in? He's in Falling in Reverse. Oh, okay. This is the same thing, right? Equal, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's why I confused them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and then I went up to the vocalist and was like, hey, you know, I don't really like your band, but I really uh, uh, grew into respect Once for again, you. Once again, shitting on the bands you're talking to. Yeah. Well, and that's why he, he was just not having it. He was like, hey, fuck off. Yeah, well, <laughs> why do you? In case someone you knew was around and heard you say that you like Black Veil Brides, you had to like preface it by saying, I don't actually like what you do. But your trollish acceptance speech was pretty cool. Yeah. But your band sucks. I just want to yep. be clear that I think your band is complete garbage. Did everyone in the room hear that? I don't like this band. You're, you'll never be as good I as I will poison. never, ever listen to you guys. <laughs> but I respect you. Yeah. But I respect the black But I, I respect nothing about your music. Once just this one <laughs> sentence you said tonight is I respect. Everything else about you, I would set on fire. Somehow in, in my drunken stupor, I thought I was being uh, complimentary yeah. and polite, but like looking well, like, back in hindsight I was yeah. being a huge in, asshole with how shitty you think they actually are They're yes so, you, yeah. that's as polite that's as, as polite as, as yeah. I'm willing to get but they yeah. don't know that and even if they did know that why would they be impressed with that I You're will say however if, if you do at some point sue people for file sharing and or make dance music I will respect the hell out of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm trying to find the song because it's actually being it's been uh, it's taken been, down a lot yeah that's kind of weird, but anyway, it's not so available in our country. It's they, they hired Bob Rock. Is the uh, they hired Bob Rock. So I want to let's play maybe a, a, sh- a previous song. Here's like their big hit. So we'll, we'll like scan through it. Bob Rock. No, 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 no. no. One of that. <laughs> Here it is. Sounds like Kenya. They're like a poppy. Uh, it sounds like Green Day right now, actually. And maybe a little bit more That's the trick to make it sound so like check out the scale that hard. I learned. That's people who, uh, non-musicians think that's hard to do. Yeah. And it's a way to trick them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what they sound like now. Well, now they got a uh, uh, Bob Rock, and they really sound like Nickelback. I really could not listen to them before. Mm-hmm. Did you find the song? I think this is it. I hope so. You now before you play it, it's pretty minimal. I want to say you said I'm not judging you, but you said this is a listenable song and not a bad song. It makes them set. Yeah, I'm gonna say I haven't heard it, so I'm not taking. A uh, it makes them shitty in a more palatable way. 
Right? Yeah. That's basically it's like, yeah. It's, it's like a more palatable. It's like okay, that, they're bearable now at least. It's okay. a shitty we're more used to. Well, let's see if we all agree. Uh oh. Yeah, this is great. Man, they they keep the stupid record label is taking down all of these. Uh, well, Lars didn't sue Napster so many years ago. This wouldn't happen. It would Cue up Audio happened. Galaxy quick. <laughs> that one always works. <laughs> Suddenly yeah. you're defending. Hold on, uh, you're against this. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! So far, this is like, oh, this is good, right? Bop. Can we survive whiskey? The vocal, the vocal line is off. It just kills it. Who does that sound? It sounds exactly like some band. Chad Kroger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I thought. But they're Holy really... Crap. See, like, these guys, they're not like Rosetta. They're, they're, they're going for that Metallica yeah, brass trying. ring. They're trying yeah. real hard. They're trying super they're hard. Totally, totally changing so their... And they're, they're ripping off Hammerfall's yeah. best song. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he kind of... It kind of sounds like Trivium. Oh, oh, that's funny that you say that because they put out a second song, and that's I was like, oh, <laughs> here's him trying to sound like Matt Heavey from Trivium. Let me get that song up. So, so it's just like Disturbed. They have one song that sounds like every other song. They're just going band. for active rock ads. That's what I like to. <laughs> they're just going for like like it's it's so formula to the point but of like, like how do we get this on the radio? Won't this piss off their actual fans? Because no, they're their actual fans are just they're girls actual, that goats. think the <laughs> singer is a, is a good looking guy because he no, looks. They're he, sheep. Is he? He's just like he, a he's a good looking femish. Girl. Yeah, like a. He, he looks sort of looks like Johnny like, Weir. He's he looks like, like the Johnny Weir of yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like this hunter. frail young guy, you know. Yeah. Maybe he was the one that George Michael raped. <laughs> he, he looks like he'd be George Michael's type. He's definitely less than If six George feet. Michael's is the top. George Michael's? George Michael is, is the top. Okay. Yeah. Apostrophe S, Sid. I think George Michael has had both. You he's, think he's more he's of a verse? Worldly. Yeah. yeah. He goes with the flow. Oh, he's had women, too. He claims yeah. to be bisexual. He yeah, he's fucked everything that walks. He just eventually settled on dudes. I don't know. Did he settle on dudes? I'm mad. He claims to be bisexual. Oh. Don't put a label on. Do you him, think he ever fucked Morrissey? Do you ever oh, think they got what? together? What is that? Just because they're both just English, or is there something? English, they were popular, like really big at the same time. They're they might have found each other dudes. at the same orgies. You know, you don't know the type of I things. I feel like those Morrissey do. would not go to an orgy. I don't think was Morrissey yeah. like a like a sex symbol or anything. I mean, to some people, well, so to people, ambiguously sure gay boys, yeah, anyone could find anyone attractive. Symbol. But he wasn't like sleeping with a million women, was he? No, women, no. I mean, men or anything. <laughs> I he. That's why I'm saying well, he's probably not at orgies because I don't think he's like he's on the DL. He'd like have a, a guy every couple of years and then complain about how nobody loves him. But it's because you don't go out more. See, come on. Put a little Maybe that's why it. he did it for his art. If he went out, he, if he was in love, he wouldn't have written sad songs. Yeah. He has to feel that's, shitty to write 
his art. Well, you have some like shameful sex that you're sad about. Uh, but Grinder didn't exist back then. Also, like, is it a sa- if you're a gay dude and you write a song called "Girlfriend in a Coma"? Is that a sad song or a happy song? Mm. I thought Marcy was bisexual. Also, yeah, he, and then he says he's asexual, but re- I, yeah. I think he's just into dudes sometimes. You know, Sid, or by himself. <laughs> you you have them all figured out. Sid read that book. Think about. But that. really, I've got like more Smith's uh, albums than you do. But ultimately, like, what he can identify whatever, however he wants, whatever sure. makes him feel comfortable. All right. Nah, he seems like he's usually uncomfortable. <laughs> That's like well, if being uncomfortable makes him feel comfortable. All if he right. finds comfort in uncomfort, <laughs> That's then the lyric That's of his, I actually think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the here's the trivium vocal line. This is, this is awful. I don't like this. That shitty echo. Isn't this that. like Avenged Sevenfold, basically? Didn't they also put it on an album where every song sounded like they were ripping off a different band? Oh, yeah. We talked about it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the thing these bands do now. Yeah. Oh, terrible. So Black Veil Brides, I will speak good things of you if you buy ads. (laughs) You probably would. Like, there's going to be a live read eventually when this album comes out, right? Maybe. (laughs) Play your cards, right? I don't know. We'll We'll see what kind of budgets they have. Will you talk shit about them if they buy a live read outside the live read? I mean, I've talked shit about them right now. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah, saying, like, will you? Stop? We've talked shit about bands that buy live reads. All didn't all that remains buy them? They Probably. did buy a live read, mm-hmm. uh, and we talked about how he once criticized uh, Filibante, the frontman of All That Remains, criticized me for mocking them and, and yeah. thinking they're shitty, and then still taking their ad money, which is like, why would it? Why yeah. wouldn't I? I'm getting, you won that I'm match. getting paid to shit yeah. on you. We don't have to endorse everything that we're presenting to people because we don't. We make no bones about it. The fact that we don't like a lot of the stuff the audience likes, and again, just because we don't like it, yeah, just uh, our readers, yeah, might your readers like it. Might be idiots, so why not? I'm not saying that. You're saying that, and I think our readers are and listeners are wonderful people. I said might be. We have some, some of the readers, readers yeah, are great idiots. senses of humor. Some of the readers are idiots. Look some, at those yeah. comments. Come on. <laughs> I feel like our live cast uh, audience is way smarter than yeah. the Metal Injection audience. Yes. The, they're the times. smart sect. Well, yes. clearly, they're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and, and yeah, so screw you, LaBond. And also, I, uh, what's <laughs> funny is that when we were having this, this Twitter back and forth, which you can look up on our site, uh, I was like, I'm sure we've turned, in our shitting on you, we've turned people on to All That Remains. And then uh, some uh, fans chimed in saying, yes, the way I found out about All That Remains was through metal injection. So my point was proven. Where, what's your point, Sid? I don't have a point in that. That's right. I was involved in Step that Twitter aside. feud, wasn't I? Oh, yeah, you, you yeah. tweeted as really bland. I remember what. That was a while this, ago. This Blackville Brides press photo, they just look like a Motley Crue. Yeah, this is That's their old. It. It's just this is their their last look. album cycle uh, look. F- look, and then this is their current look. They're even cle- they're like we we have to look. Uh, now it's more like Guns and Roses. Yeah, so they're just the evolution of L.A. '80s rock bands <laughs> that played. Uh, what was it? The Troubadour, the Roxy, whatever. That's the a, this is what they look like now. Less even less makeup. With well, these, they still look like ladies. Which lady would you bang, Sid? Uh, the Asian one. I think the one in the middle is the only one. She's the pretty they one. Look like the other one's sort of... Noah, who's the prettiest? Uh, I can't really see that picture too well. They look like a parody of a glam band. They look oh like Steel God. Panther, sort of. Yeah, um, well, the first guy looks like a guy in Steel Panther. Def- yeah. De- I can't remember which one, but definitely looks... Looks like the guitarist. But, you know, whatever. So, Noah, who's the Maybe prettiest the, member the of Black Veil Brides? 
Um, I guess the most beautiful out of the bunch would be, uh, uh, God, they're all so hideous. <laughs> the one, like, all the way on the side to the right. This guy? Yeah. That was my second choice. The pouty lips guy. The one in the middle looks like if River Phoenix was a lady with tattoos. Yeah, that's true. If River Phoenix was, like, a lesbian, like a butch yeah, lesbian. Yeah, Thanks. That's fuckable. And, Rest uh, in peace. Darren? Which, yeah. which member of Black Veil Prides? Uh, I don't, if you I were don't in know. prison and had to have sex with? Uh, yeah. no, he dare right. would be making them have to. No, first it's of not, all, it's not having destroy to have sex. Them. It's just who's, who's the best looking First one. of all, have you seen my girlfriend? She is a very voluptuous. Yeah, you're these guys are all too puny. They're all like... Know, but if you had to pick they're one. They're not our type either. Just choose one. Yeah. Come on. Which one is the least right, offensive the to your eyes? The one from... The second from the right looks like an actual woman. Yeah, the Asian guy. That's just a woman. That's an Asian guy? (laughs) The rest of them look like very effeminate men. They have jaw lines and masculine features. That one is... The Asian woman is definitely a man. I've met him in person. I believe... I believe... (laughs) The episode title, The Asian Woman is Definitely a Man. Done. Done. I I believe he's a man. I'm just saying. That's... If you told me that I was a woman, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt. Though, it. if if you told me at the beginning of the night that that was the episode title, and I had to guess who said it, I would want. I would put all my money on Noah. Yep. So the fact that it was Rob, like upset, right? There. Do uh, does that uh, Asian woman in that band carry bags of fish anywhere? <laughs> is he it's wait, opening act? Hold on, is he really Asian? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking. I mean, she, she looks like he, he's from like Hong Kong, Korea, like. Okay. Hong Kong, Korea, yes. Which Hong is right, Kong, next to, I said, right next to Wales, Australia is Hong Kong, Korea. You misheard me. I said Hong Kong or Korea. I, I just said or. it very quickly. Spanky, I'm counting on you next week. I definitely week to said get Hong, Hong Kong, 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 Korea Kong. sounds like a Spanish entree. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty good, actually. Hong Kong, Korea. Hong Kong, Korea. Hong Kong, Korea. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I think the vocalist looks. The most like a human being. The rest of these people. <laughs> so you're saying don't Asian look real. Don't they look they, like they don't look. They look like dolls. They don't look like real people. They might be flat. They are real that. people. They don't look human. It's like a bad Asian fusion restaurant. <laughs> Welcome to Hong Kong, Korea, located directly across from the Grand Prospect Hall. <laughs> And beautiful Brooklyn, New York. Come and taste some of our fine guacamole and quesadillas. <laughs> only at Hong Kong, Wait, that's, the, that's the other restaurant. They only have Mexican food at Hong Kong. I was about to say, this is how the Latinos get revenge for all the Mexican restaurants run by Asian people. Like, fuck you, we're going to do a Chinese restaurant run by only Mexicans. Somebody tell me Take that. our name, some kind of like Asian uh, thing. You know, that has nothing to do with what we're serving here. Only beautiful, delicious Mexican food. At Hong Kong, Korea. <laughs> Come down to Hong Kong, Korea. <laughs> I like this. Part. Maybe that's the new episode title. That's also pretty good. How would you spell that? Just Hong Kong, Korea. That's all. As oh. one word, all oh, of it. Yeah. Okay, I thought we were going for the Spanish word. Hong, Hong is one word, and then Kong, Korea. Kong, <laughs> Korea. And they're singing. They're singing IO Digital Cable in the. Uh, <laughs> they actually, I love that they know the, oh, the lines. They don't even fucking like play that song anymore. They don't play that commercial. 
And I'm so disappointed. Speaking of things that don't get played much anymore, there are two things that we haven't heard on the show that I've been craving recently. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cut your dick off and anything by bangs. Okay. Well, can if I just we get, get this out of the, of the way? Sure, yes. All right. We're, we're, we're wrapping up anyway. And I swear Darren hasn't heard this in three years. He still knows everything. <laughs> Call your mom, call your date, get all you want from state to state. Puerto Rico and Canada, just one flat rate. Do I have to translate? Yes. Please. <laughs> right, yeah, this Bridge. is the guy with the weird shark fin. Yeah. Oh, on his back. Hey. hey, everybody. Once again, this is 3D. You're listening to the best of the Metal Injection Livecast 2014. Volume one, and this is probably our nominee, our best nominee for caller of the year. If we still did an awards show, which I wouldn't mind doing, even though it's a huge pain in the ass, uh, it'd be a lot of work, but I miss those in a way. That's another story. Um, caller of the year, this is a guy calling us from Iraq with a story about a teacher. Um, that was pretty gross, interesting, amazing, fascinating to listen to. I won't spoil it. Just listen to it on the Metal Injection Livecast. We got a caller. Is this the, is this the Frenchie? This is John. Uh, oh, can you hear me good? Yeah, what's your Sorry. name? Oh, I guess it's John. I'm um, Hugh. H-U. Um, Hugh? I'm here, like here, Jackman. Yeah, here. Who? Who? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Can't play that either. Okay. Okay. So what's up? Yeah. Um. I'm. Um. Not much. I don't know. I'm just listening to the podcast. How are you guys doing? We're good. Are you the guy who uh, jerked off on his French teacher? (laughs) That's really all we care about. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So tell us the story. I I never thought I'd ask that question. (laughs) This is journalism. Good it, it wasn't here. It was like uh, 2001 mm-hmm. uh, when I was still back home. And uh, where's back I used home? To go to this high school. What country? What country? Um, I'm actually from Baghdad, Iraq. And, oh, uh, that's, that's Yeah. Oh, so women. So, you know, okay. Yeah, that's what they're there for. They so have no rights. Okay, so <laughs> so you're in high yeah. school. Oh, seventh grade. You, you're in French class. You're learning French in Baghdad. Yeah, it's only, uh, we have only a couple of schools back then. Uh, mine, uh, you can look it up. It's called Baghdad College High School, and it was, like, founded by the American Jesuits, like, in 1930s. So it's, like, one, you know, prestigious, you know, kind of high school. So we had only, like, French classes. You know, we studied calculus and stuff. Like, you know, the only, it's one of, like, three schools only that teaches English, I guess. So uh, we had this thing, like, you know, a French class, and uh, this teacher was, like, the hottest uh, that year she came to, because we didn't have any kids, usually just men teaching us. So that chick was really, like, the hottest woman Was she on Iraqi? Campus, was she and everyone was going crazy about her. Is she French or Iraqi? What was her nationality? 
No, no, she, they all their accused was. She studied, like, French and, like, I don't know if she teaches French. I want to know what his nationality is because he does not sound like Arabic or anything. I am. You are? Okay. I am. Sorry. Yeah, I, I moved to the state, like, uh, six years ago. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's where I came from. All okay. right. So what what happened? I don't know why you would yeah, ever leave so, a place uh, where you can get away with jerking off on your teacher. <laughs> that seems like a pretty cool place. Just they in. probably murdered her, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah that's what I'm Wait, tell the let tell the story. Okay. It's an Iraq, man. No, it's uh, it's not. No, I mean I don't know. Like we had this weird. I don't know if you guys have it here in high school. It's like weird desk. Like each two students sits on it. It's like a table. It's like a desk. It's like two de- you know? two students and, uh, for one desk. Right? Yeah, yeah, we have that. Yeah, we have that. exactly. Yeah. So I used to sit, like, all the way in the back, you know, just to make fun of teachers and all that shit. And uh, we, uh, it was just me uh, at that time. Like, we in the franchise, there was not a lot of people, and I was always in the back. And I don't know why she kept coming. Like, she used to always come and sit on the desk, like, in front of me or on my desk. Her boss is always, like, in my face <laughs> for some reason. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, we used to always, like, everyone was, like, giving me a look. So, oh, you know. She always sits in front of you, get the best of you in the class, whatever. And that's what I did. Like, one time I, I was, I, I used to be horny, like, all the time. So I used just to jerk off to the other class, whatever. Jesus. So, this is fucking Iraq, man. So Let's chop your cock did. off. No, but he's clearly, he like, one of the uppity, like, aristocracy people. If he was going yeah. to one of the best schools in Iraq, then he's probably uh-huh. the one doing the chopping. Are, are your parents well off? Is that is that true? Republican guard? What is the Republican Guard? Sorry, I said, were you in? Was your parents in the Republican Guard? No, no, no. It's not. It's like prestigious high school, but it's not like for just you know the people who are in government or something. Like you can uh, go to it when you apply. You finish like sixth, sixth grade, and then you take. You have to take a test, like IQ test and stuff. Mm. Oh, like, so you're you just pass, a smart uh, guy. But it was a placement test. Like kind of like placement test. You you have to pass to get through it. So it wasn't just like me. Like each year, they would accept like 500 students, whatever. So you're a real rich. the best school, like the best school to go to if you can, you know, go. Okay, afraid, so like public. So you have yeah. continually jerked off in this class. You're saying mm-hmm. more than once, and then, so then one time she was like sitting on your desk. You're saying, and you jerked off on her. How did that happen? Yeah, because she always, like, she walks on and she sits on the table. Well, I, did, I did it once, like, on her skirt or whatever, like, she had. But it wasn't, I, I, I used to do it, like, you know, on the ground. Or, like, the desk has, like, an, a box in front of it. Like, you know, the desk has a drawer you can pull through it. So did you can cover, like, classmates I, I, I Wait, wait, wait. So hold on one second. Are you sharing one of these tables with a classmate? No, he said he sat by himself. Oh, you, so you sat by yourself. So you would just come on the yeah, floor and leave myself. it? So, like, if someone is looking, like, if you're sitting at the desk and someone is looking at you behind the desk, would they see your legs? Would they see, like, where your your pants would yeah. be, where your dick is? What about the uh, no, to the left No, no, it was, it was like a, an office desk, kind of like this, like it slows from all okay, sides. Okay, so you don't really see the, the legs from the front of it. And they're in robes anyway, so he's... Are you in a so robe? No, Were you in no. a robe or jeans? Hold on, that's a good question, because that's why they... Like, <laughs> How does nobody notice... No, it was jeans. 
Yeah, so you're, you know, he's just in regular clothes. Come on, Sam. Yeah, it's 140 <laughs> degrees where he is. Come you want to wear jeans in 140 degree heat when you can wear a nice flowing robe? Flowing robe. <laughs> it's much more airy. He does have a point. He does have a point, yeah. guys. You jerk off. You could fan yourself. So hold on. <laughs> so you're you could pay- jerk off with your cock and fan yourself? So... Your pants are unzipped. Yeah, I just do it. I actually do it like on myself and just go to the bathroom, whatever, do it. You know, like if I had to do it because it was hot and there's nothing to do. That and is it's so. Only, it's only boys high school. So, you know, like you don't see girls or whatever. So you only get to jerk off on teachers and stuff. That is alien to what? me. I can't. So bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we, we stopped. Wow. So you. Uh, Oh, I okay, can't so, imagine jerking, taking but, my dick out in a class. But, so your dick is That's out nice. in class. But your like, dick, hold on, hold on. Your dick is out in the class, right? Is this true? Your dick is out. Like if someone walked to your desk and were standing over you, they would see your dick. In right? seventh grade. In seventh grade. Yes or no? Of course they see it. Of course. Yeah, of course okay. See it. So then now you, your your teacher is like walking around the class giving a lesson. She sits down on your desk, and you're like, "This is the moment I've been waiting for," and you you splooge all over her. Right? You come on, on her. Floor. You you come on the floor on her skirt. I thought you said on her skirt. Yeah, well, it wasn't, it wasn't that much. It wasn't like, you know, I didn't do the whole thing like on her skirt. I just so did it like, you know. Oh. The, I, like, so it accidentally know, you know, went just, on? Like you weren't aiming for her skirt, but a little bit got on her skirt? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. Where know, were you aiming? A lot. Like it was a quick one. Right. I'm imagining like, you masturbate I'm, so frequently throughout the day that there's not much to your squirts. I was going to say, like, how, <laughs> did you have to time it? Like, did you know when she was going to come and or, sit? Or, like, were you, were you already stroking it and then she came and sat on your desk and that kind of heightened it to the next level where you're like, I have to come now? Yeah, exactly. That's what happened because, uh, no, I did not time it because she stayed, like, pretty much the 45, 40 minutes. No, because he's already there. stroking oh, his dick, She <laughs> It was just a happy coincidence. Uh, so did she notice that you just on her, her skirt? No, because, <laughs> uh, like, unless, I don't know, like, if you probably did afterwards, but, oh. <laughs> um, like, you know, we had the bell rung and we get, you know, the break, and that's why I just, yeah, you know, left right away. So I don't know, like, if she noticed wow. afterwards. I mean, well, I remember a funny thing. Like three years after, um, they uh, they fired her from the school because uh, <laughs> she was somewhere. She wasn't. It was like the high school was huge, so we had three giant buildings, like campuses, you know. Yeah. And one of the buildings, um, I heard like I can't remember what happened, but I remember like everyone saw her crying, and she was you know she she was running and crying, and apparently like uh, a full class, like let's say 140 people. Like, they tried to, you know, um, harass her or something, I don't know, through the corridors and stuff. So I remember afterwards, like, she left. Like, she didn't stay in school. Oh, wonderful. So she was disrespected. So there's 140 people in a classroom, you're saying? Is that typical? No, like, the whole, it was the whole year. Like, let's say it was, like, probably the eighth grade students. Like, the whole, you know, eighth grade. Oh, it was like an assembly. Like, they just modeled her. Yeah. Could I just go back 
to a couple of minutes ago when you basically said, well, it was an all-boys school, so the teachers were the only ones we can jerk off on. I think he meant, <laughs> I think he meant jerk off, too. Like, Either way. Like the girl. He's making it like he's the victim here. Hold on. Now, how many other girls have you jerked off on? How many girls' skirts have you gotten your cum on other than that teacher? It's, it's been a few years. Um, now, like, Mike. Uh, no, I haven't done that. Like on on let's say no, I got like girlfriends, or whatever. But so I didn't do that. Like let's say while dating, we were in the restaurant. I would do such thing. No. Okay, so you you cut that out I've after seventh grade. It was, it was just for that teacher. Just for that teacher, yeah. I mean, yeah. But we, we used to take uh, let's say private lessons. Dude. Back. What do you mean? Bullshit. Let's say I mean, private lessons. <laughs> This is the part where he rapes the teacher. I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we weren't allowed to see girls, so the only way I could have sex was to rape my tutor. Yeah. <laughs> that was my teacher, only opportunity. If the teacher's on the front of the class and she sees all the students, wouldn't she be seeing your like arm furiously moving up and down or something? Well, underneath it was very table? subtle. Yeah. <laughs> Feel like the motion of the ocean. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know. I've never paid Clearly, he's not worried about that. that. Well, I, always used to, I, I used to take care of everything. Like, to notice, you know, Snell <laughs> was looking did at me or in, something. Did you But I remember, in? like, my buddy one time, uh, he told me, like, I guess, what was it, three years ago, and he, he said, hey, I remember what you used to do, you know, back in that biology class or whatever. I said, yeah, you know, so well, I used to do that shit. Okay, I have a question. He, he, for you. he embraces it. He's not embarrassed. Um, did you put in as much effort into your schoolwork as you did into covering up masturbating secretly <laughs> in class? Uh, I, I used to be an A student back then, but not anymore. Oh, maybe because you stopped yeah. masturbating in class. Maybe it really helped with your focus. It's like I wonder if there's some sort of study and that you retain information more while you're it's like while you have a boner. <laughs> Because you're more or less I think I was sure that I, I one time tried to masturbate in a class and then I was like, oh, this what? really guy? I totally talked about this on the show like two years ago. We must have blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Where like I, I just had a, it was like the first period. It was a a chemistry class. And I just realized I had high school, I, I, college in high school, freshman year of high school, first year. Oh, no. So then it was biology. And I realized I had a boner at Morningwood. Uh, and I was just like, oh, maybe I can do that. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, like I could not. I was like, what am I saying? What am I? This is ridiculous. There's like 20 other people here. No, this isn't happening. Was, if I, there were more people, would you have been more into it? Or 22 high enough? What did no. your teacher look like? I wasn't. No, it wasn't even like I wasn't masturbating to my teacher or anything. He's like, just turned just, on by learning. Uh, yeah, uh, just the science. <laughs> Rob was curious. And we actually have uh, audio footage of when Rob... I uh, was curious about jerking off in public and looked uh -oh. it up on the on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob. I'm glad we, uh, we found the Rickroll only uh, eight years after the. Uh... Oh, <laughs> critic. That's right. So where no, do you we didn't now? find the Rickroll. We I found, found it. We found you clicking yeah. links randomly. That's yeah. the joke. Yeah. Touche. Touche. <laughs> So did who? We, did we get his name? Hugh? Who? Oh, yeah. Who? Right, Hugh. He who? said Hugh, yeah, but Hugh. then he said H U. Like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But that's H U G H. Cool, Hugh. So it's not exactly. It's like you. Hugh. Hugh. Yeah. Where do so, you live now? Um, now in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Wait, maybe did, is that you, better or worse than Baghdad? Yeah, really. <laughs> 
Oh, it's kind of the same because I remember the first time I came out, I was like, seriously, this looks exactly like Baghdad, you know? I was like, wow. How did you end up so in Detroit? Shitty. Well, there is a high Muslim community in Detroit, so that's probably... They should be high. Yeah, but I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm against all that shit, so you know, I don't I, I identify with that, those people. So then why are you in Detroit? Oh, one because when we moved, we, uh, it's a family of four, me, my mom, dad, and my brother, and... Uh, you know, I just have to stay like close to them because, uh, I'm. You know, we still we moved here, uh, and we have. You know, um, we just stay together, like help each other. All right, I'm asking and why your family. Not, yeah, why did your family? Not why you didn't abandon places. your family? What? Why did you? Uh, oh yeah, that goes. Okay, okay. Uh, that's too complicated a question for it. No, okay. What are no, you I, doing? I couldn't, in Detroit? Hear, I couldn't hear. Why did you? No, why did your fa- why did your family choose to move to Detroit? From yeah, to Detroit. of all the places to move, why Detroit? Why not New York? Why not anything else? Oh, we. Uh, um, well, I wanted actually to go there at the beginning, but uh, my my dad had a job like the headquarters here. Ninety in Michigan, seconds. And also, my uncle uh, from my mom's side uh, had been living here since like 1970s or whatever. Oh, okay, so you had family. And he was the sponsor. So that was like the first step. But once we got in and my brother went to school, I started working, went to school, and I, I you know, we just stayed. Have you masturbated but on I any teachers here in the States? <laughs> no, I haven't. Or any authority no. figures? He'll okay. get deported. He can't do that. Here. Oh, that poor woman when she went home and noticed the cum state. Oh, 60 seconds. Shut up, lady. That's yeah, her. I, I can't do that. Well, I don't know if I, what's the law? Because I'm American now, so can I do that? Like, is it possible to do that? I was a credit for you guys. It yes, is... you're definitely American now. <laughs> no, we don't endorse you jerking off on someone without their knowledge. No, I don't do that anymore. That was like, well, I just remember when you guys were talking about this. <laughs> no, that's a great story. I legitimately, yeah, we had a lot thank of you. Yeah, that was great. So did you listen to metal when, when you were in Iraq? Or how did you find, find, find metal? I'm assuming you're a metalhead. Yeah, I mean, I uh, my dad used to own a VHS store, and uh, we used to uh, like you know get you know cassettes, video, you know, like Best Buy family video and stuff. And we, you know, I, I that's how I got exposed to like you know Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and music. And then I started taking guitar lessons with the same teacher who, uh, if you guys have seen you know heavy metal in Baghdad across Dakota, yeah, so I started taking lessons with the same teacher. I, I believe they featured, like, his shop uh, bombed or something. I don't know if you remember that part of the documentary. Sounds like you don't remember. I it. think it was the... Yeah, they featured, I think, in the bonus DVD, something about Turkey or stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was the same place where we all used to hang out, like, you know, the metalheads. So uh, that's how we started, you know, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, whatever. Rob, do you have any relatives in Detroit? Up, you know? I have no relatives in Detroit. Why would I have relatives I'm in just Detroit? Curious. How about Baghdad? <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I made that joke for Sid. I, I absolutely don't. <laughs> I don't know anybody. He's Iran, not Iraq, Derek. It's Walking right next straight. door. They could <laughs> be Iranians there. I'm not saying he's Iran. I don't even know if I have any relatives in Iraq. Oh, no, I guess I, I mean, I don't know them. I was going to say, didn't you tell me when they they were threatening to uh, bomb Iraq that uh, you were worried that you had family there and that they were going to be killed? You mean bomb Iran? I meant Iran, yeah, sorry. Oh, I don't... uh, I think, yeah, my dad might have been. I think you might have some cousins there, but I'm not really in tune with that side of the... Get them the fuck racist. 
That was okay. Just let them know they could come to Detroit. So how'd you find out about metal injection? <laughs> uh, I've been a fan for, I've been following you guys for over five years. Um, you know, news I follow every day, and just checking you know, out tour dates, news, and all that. And I actually, I did call before, if you remember, uh, a year ago. It was kind of stupid phone call, though. It was the guy when we, when I told you my name is H, and you said, oh, 313, is that, you know, from Detroit, from 8 Mile? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. That was stupid, but then I guess you had to cut me off because there was uh, the guy from Skeleton Witch calling. Ah. Wow. So, Little did yeah, we well. know, you had such, we would have yeah. we would have thrown that fucking guy yeah. from Skeleton Witch he's right out of here. We, he's never jerked <laughs> off on a t-shirt. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Let's go in, witch. The fuck out of here. Take a walk. So your job for next episode, you must go and find someone new to jerk off on and then call I know. Wait, do not Wait. do that. Yeah. First of all, do you even have the sex drive to <laughs> Once a week? You don't Did need I much do sex drive. Like a metal show, maybe? That'd be cool. Oh, oh my God. That would not be cool. Yeah, find like a corpse grinder or something and jerk off on him. Or like Glenn Benton, you know, somebody, or somebody really like in a T-shirt. I'll tell you what you could do. That won't get us sued. You ready? It's not gonna oh, get us sued. Go to Seth Putnam's grave because <laughs> oh. he would support that. Is he buried in Detroit? He would su- just go wherever he is. Come on, it's worth Take it. Take a trip, the Greyhound bus. <laughs> just video that. Just any, yeah, get on a Greyhound anywhere it takes you will be better than Detroit. <laughs> so it's a good thing. Exactly. And yeah, the, man, I, I can't wait to leave this place. And on, on a Greyhound, everyone's jerking off, so you'll fit right that's in. That's true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Better than a fungwa. Oh, that's why I remember. Uh, can I? Do I have a time like to tell you a funny story about my first metal show in Detroit? Oh, yes, yes, please. Oh. Okay. Uh, it was, I think, uh, 2008. It was Isos and Saviors with uh, Into Eternity, I think. Yeah. That tour, and uh, that was exactly like my first ever show here in the states, and uh, it was at Harpo's. If you guys know it, I've no. never been to Detroit. You know the famous. I, I believe. So, you. I don't know, like you know, Harpo's is like you know uh, the uh, the biggest you know metal theater, oldest um, metal you know theater in Detroit, and it's also the shittiest. Like if you, I don't know, there's a. Uh, there's a lot of interviews with bands that are like periphery at Harpo's and they always talk about, you know, how shitty it was there and how, you know, the the, the, the security guards always wear armor vests and stuff. Okay. Well, it is you know, Detroit. Of, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay, so, so I remember, you know, I had my dad waiting for me outside, you know, for six hours while, you know, I just went inside to, you know, watch the show. And my dad was wandering around, you know, going back and forth. And I remember when I got into the car, my dad told me, have you seen the KFC in your life? I told him no. He said, it's funny, they, it's different design. They got this bulletproof glass and all that. I wonder why they got this. So, you know, afterwards, I say, you know, I kept going to shows and I made, you know, friends, made friends with people. And I, they asked me, like, so what was the first show? So I told them I bought it. And my friends were guys, you guys are crazy. I told them why. He said, we're from Detroit. We never go to Harpo's. They said, I told him, you know, why, why not? You know, it's a good place and just big shows and stuff. They told me, no, we don't go because it's shitty. Like, there was always someone stabbed, someone killed, someone, you know, she got shot. And I can't believe, you know, your dad stayed like six hours. We were just walking around the area, you know, and nothing happened to him. So I told him, yeah, it's all right. I mean, you know, I came from Baghdad, so I guess that's a normal thing to do. They just go to shows and that's it. (laughs) 
Definitely not funny, normal like, thing in America. Do you think if your dad, like if somebody uh, ran up to your dad and threatened to stab them, your dad would just drop his pants and jizz all over the guy oh, and make him on. run away just oh, out of his homophobia? Uh, like, no! no my, I, I wish my dad was that cool. No. You don't know. You it's wish your dad proud. was so he cool that he that. jerked off on random people like you? What if he jerked off on you one time? Would that still be cool? Do you want your dad's cum on your hands? Is that what you want? Check your pants no, right now. No, not me. He would do it some some other people. Would you like, watch? I, I, I actually believe like he hasn't had sex in like th- I was like probably the last time he ever had sex one day, you know, conceived me or something. Oh, I was about to say if you were the last time he had sex, there's a whole lot of fucked up stuff going on in your family. <laughs> But did he like it at least? <laughs> Were you good? I don't know. <laughs> who was the top and who was the bottom? <laughs> Rob was still the top. <laughs> he came in just to make sure it was completely clear. Just <laughs> so everyone knows. <laughs> poke, poke, and he's out. He poked them both and left. He's just the designated top in all situations. I like that. Doesn't need a top. Show title. That's got to be a shirt that you can buy. <laughs> All right. You. Uh, yeah. We're going to let you go. You. Yeah. We're going to let you go. I like to silence the H. Can we get a dee 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 from you no. on your way out? Come He's on. For old time's sake. <laughs> For old time's sake. Just say salam alaikum. That's not as festive. Nah. <laughs> Oh, it's ASA, I guess. That's like abbreviated version. Wait, what is? Oh, ASA. Because I see those, you know, uh, people, like religious people, they try to be cool. So instead of saying, you know, Salaam Alaikum, they say ASA now. Oh. Which but is I like, you know, BRB and JFK and I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Is there a web speak version of DDD? Yes. Stop saying that. It's so offensive. L L L L L L L L L. <laughs> you just you just do it twice. You just go. <laughs> that's it. It's understood. Yeah. It's a short version. Either that or your CO two detector is going off. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's a sound that means something bad's going on. You should get the fuck out of there. That's what happened to Rob's computer today. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the show in yes, good quality. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Rob's the computer heard the Sid going lee 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 during the break, and uh, <laughs> sorry, that's a lot. Sid ran away. It's my vocal exercise. If you see something, say something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna let you go. Thank you for calling in. All right, thanks, man. All right, welcome. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, get oh, out of here. Get out of here. We Dude. didn't even want him, nothing. We didn't give him anything. He gave us so much. We can't want him. Yeah, we can't. You All could, right. You could sing as James Hetfield. You can give him that. All right. Here, I, I actually do have the one link. Here it is. Oh, good. Ah! <laughs> yes, we are Rick Rowan today. I know it's eight years since this was a meme, but it's still fun. See you next week, everybody. All right, that's going to do it for the best of the Metal Injection Livecast 2014, Volume 1. I'm 3D. As always, I hope you had half as much laughs listening to this as I had putting it together and listening to all the old clips again. 
I'm getting ready to go watch the Royal Rumble tonight with my wife, and I hope you stay warm wherever you are. If you're in some ridiculous hemisphere where the seasons are all fucked up and backwards, then enjoy the beach, you lucky motherfuckers. Um, We're about to get buried under 19 inches of snow. So just as a reminder, we're going to be back next week with an all-new show. That's Sunday, February 1st. But because we're not interested in competing with the Super Bowl, uh, it's an earlier start time. If you want to listen to the stream live, that's 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, 12 noon Pacific, uh, 8 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time in the U.K., and 7 a.m. Monday, February 2nd in New South Wales. Goodbye, everybody. Such a shandoi, the he was a little child, he could have grown up to be the best doctor or a lawyer, or he could have ran the best Kanishtan in all of Borough Park, it would have been so good, the mustard would have been so spicy, I, w- I want to I wanna Kanish now, oi, this moiderer, this moiderer ruined this child, he can't be a Jew, puh, puh, puh.
like a Jew boy, Hannibal Lecter. Hey, yes, hey, yes, clip the payas, save them in Ziploc bags. Why? Why? Why'd you make sits sits out of intestines? Hey, hey, that's just wrong. They'll come back to our shoe. You look thin, you should eat. Have a nose with a side of feet. Just don't mix dairy with your little boy meat. Sad but true. Now he'll pay for his sins. No more yarmulkes made of skin. It's gonna be a death row yid.